The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. The topics discussed may include drugs, alcohol, or be sexual in nature. This show is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm serious. It's dirty. Really, really dirty. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage, sit back, and let's get this fucking show started. the fantastic forum your weekly conversation about comic books and your live talk show about entertainment and geek culture welcome to fantastic forum hope you're having a wonderful morning afternoon evening or night as the case may be depending on where you are in the world and if you're not you should stick with us we'll be taking up a notch you have the usual suspects in the building first he is our riddle Inside of an enigma, trapped in Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. You love him anyway. He is our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, what's up? Next, he is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cowl. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. (laughs) I love it. I love it. (laughs) Next, he's the backbone, the pillar. The strength of Fantastic Forum, our nigh invulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses Magnum. You. And as for myself, my name is Mary Young. I am your humble servant. They also call me Lawrence Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. We've got a great show for you today. Uh, we are going to be talking to you all about the latest in comic book news, as usual. We're going to hit you with our impressions of uh, three of the DC's future state uh, books. That's specifically Superman of Metropolis, the next Batman and Wonder Woman. And we will also review uh, the Immortal Warrior. So we got all that along with whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. Uh, But before we do that, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, who without him, this show would not exist. So thank you, Scott. We appreciate you, buddy. Uh, Also, we want to go ahead and let you know how it is that you can get down with Fantastic Forum. So here's how. Want to get in on the action? Call Fantastic Forum on Skype and join the fun. Too shy to call in? That's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. Indeed. Please, this is an interactive show. So, you know, you have an opinion, share it in chat. If you want to jump on and join our conversation, you're more than welcome, whether you know, we're talking about something that you know about or whether you just have a question about it, feel free to jump on and join the conversation in whatever topic we're in. Or you could just jump on and start a new topic. It's fantastic forum. This is what we're here for. So uh, we're about to have a good time. We want you to have a good time with us. Gentlemen, how are you all feeling? Hanging in uh, there. Hanging in there. Okay. Did Oz, did you try to say something and it was low? Yeah, 
Oh, oh, dude, I don't know what you like. You got to turn your mic back up or on or something. I don't know. Like, you were fine before, but I, look, I don't know what you said. It, it sounded oh, like it, 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 that's much better. It's you know what it actually sounded like to me. It sounded like I got a big cop, but you said it with like a little <laughs> voice. And that made it hilarious because it's like, oh, look, he didn't even believe he has the big cock. Like, he was trying to sell that. But I mean, work. what did you think he said? Sorry, you cut out. What did you think it, he said? It, it sounded like he said, I got a big cock. Okay, I'm going to isolate that. <laughs> I mean, some, you... some truths are universal. <laughs> what what did you say first, Oz? What were you trying to say? I, I, I have a topic. I have a thing. Oh, okay, what's your topic? What's your thing? I, I just have uh it's just it's been bugging me all day. And uh I, I figured now now that I have you all here, um I, I can discuss it because it, it it's a problem with you know when we license our name to other products, we we want to ensure quality control. Right. And so it's been a while since since I've cranked this stuff, so I don't know when they started doing this, but I picked up uh Moses's namesake. Magnum. <laughs> And, and it's bugging me that it's in a plastic bottle. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, man, that's not that's not metal. Well, they tried to do that here in in California, and it didn't work. So now it's strictly a Midwest thing. So here you get them in the glass or cans, but for some reason, it took off. They did it with Mickey's too for a while, and it didn't take off. Yeah, I mean, it opened up like a soda. It was weird. Yeah. So I also got a twin bread, and we're gonna. I'm gonna try this one out. This is real glass. Quality. It might be the the Magnum Cobra. I've never had one of those before. Are they any good? The Magnum? <laughs> it's okay. It's kind of big. He also licenses his name to the condoms because when you yeah. got it, when you're a big dick, you need to be covered. Yeah. In you're a here. time of where, you know, everybody's infectious and contagious. <laughs> and the ice cream, too, because it's sweet and smells in your, and melts in your mouth. Uh, Moses, are you familiar with the band Magnum? Band Magnum? No. A band called Magnum. Mm-mm. Okay. I don't know. Like, I literally came across them uh, while I was using my... my like my streaming service, which is a uh, title. I was using title, okay. and so uh, I was like, huh, "What is this?" And I just, you know, played the first song, and I was like, "Oh, I like this. <laughs> I like this song. It's it, you know, it's definitely. I it, it strikes me like a, a older song, like a, almost like a classic. Uh, I don't even know what kind of rock it would be. Like, it's not, it's, I don't think it qualifies. It's not hard enough to be metal, but mm -hmm. it's on that, that cusp. It I feel like, like where it's like, hmm? Depending how, how, on how old it could be, like the proto metal. Yeah, it might be. It might be. And like, when I saw like the, the actual picture of the, of the band, I was like, oh, they look like a, like an 80s, like, like almost like a hair metal kind of thing mm -hmm. going on a little bit. There's another band called Holy Moses. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. That in chat says, I think I came to the wrong podcast. Oh. 
Was she talking about that when we were having the Magnum conversation? <laughs> I guess up until this point, every conversation we've had is a Magnum conversation, right? Whether it was beer, condoms, or the rock group. So I don't, the you know. Cream. The ice yeah. cream, right? Like the ice cream, the ice cream. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of those. I tried one. I thought it was going to be great. It, it, look, it, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. The thing is, you're putting Magnum in your mouth. Like it's going to be weird to you. I guess you're right. There it is. I won't make that mistake again. Yeah. <laughs> Too much girth. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, you might want to get a little closer to your can. Yeah. I agree. Or or bring your mic closer to you. Whatever works for you. I don't <laughs> Jay's like Oh like, well see that's, have, the, that's, have the boom guy do it. Like <laughs> see, okay, so that microphone needs to be upright. Like kind of like this, and you need to speak to it where the <laughs> I don't know. Uh -oh. There's, uh -oh. there's probably a, like a mesh side, and that's where the where, where it picks you up, right? I, I just want to well, say real quick, uh, I love so, this. <laughs> so you see, Joe, there's the brand on the back right here. So you're supposed to speak into that side. Speak into the back. Well, it's the front, but you put it in backwards, like. This this feels like classic Fantastic Forum to me. Yeah, like, like we've never done this before. I love it. I love it. Like this this is it. This is it. Where you're like, oh, wait, which side of the mic do I talk into? Is it the cord? <laughs> talking to the cord, Jay. And that's that's the thing about that's the thing about this show is what you're getting is live at Trio. We are not scripted. I no. I, I might have mentioned this before, but like I watched a, a couple other uh youtube channels that are supposedly nerdy and geeky and uh it was when the wandavision stuff came out because yeah. i want to well maybe i missed something i'm not a huge marvel marvel person like that i want to see if they found anything and to this day it still bugs me that more than one saw the necklace uh on homegirls that homegirl was wearing and called it an upside down cross and tried to link that to mephisto when it's clearly a sword it's, it's it's so obviously a sword logo, and they're like, oh, it's an upside down cross, and that's Mephisto, and blah blah. It, it's like they they read the same script, and <laughs> a couple of days after I called them out on it, they they did an update on that and said, hey, you know what? We think that might be a sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Well, hey, I I will say that if nothing else, what what I believe the the power of Fantastic Forum is, is that if you're a fan of this show and, you know, you happen to catch us out, not on the show, but just out in the world, what you see on the show is pretty much what you're going to get in person. Like, you know, like these dudes act like this all the time. And, like, and that, that's something that I will say that, you know, that that's always been one of those things that always been a little strange to me where it's like, I'm not mad at people. Like, you know, I, I mean, I, I've worked in the entertainment industry. I was born and raised in LA, so I understand that you can have an on-camera and an off-camera persona. But, you know, when you're talking about, like, nerd stuff and geek culture, I'm like, oh, so, like, you can only act like that when the camera's on? Like, <laughs> like you know, it's like, when you get around real people, like, you're like, you're not that person. Oh, I'm like, oh, I didn't, like, it, it threw me, because I didn't realize. I was just like, well, you're talking about something that you really enjoy, and I thought that, you know, hey, you know, when you meet those people, 
that energy would carry over into real life. And it's not that they're not excited. I guess maybe, I don't know. I guess maybe they filmed the stuff with just, you know, on their own. So they don't have to interact with people. I don't, they're introverts. I don't know. I don't know. know. Talking to a camera is weird and you have to kind of psych yourself into it. But also Mm -hmm. the the audience can tell if you're not into it and you're just droning. You know, I'm a victim of that. I drone a lot. So, you know, you gotta like do a couple bumps, and, <sighs> you know, and then you get there the likes. There it yeah. is. And that's, yeah. and that's again. That, that's how. That's Moses in real life too. <laughs> that's a psychological. Like, like, oh Jesus Christ! This conversation. They'll do a bump, and all of a sudden, you're interested. Okay. Yeah. Can, we figure, can we figure out this microphone thing? I don't know how much longer I can stall. I look up and he's still messing with it, so I'm not sure I where we're at. You can think, turn it, Joe, like this. I feel like Jay's just fiddling at this point. Yeah. Okay. No, you? the the bass was loose. Oh, okay. It's like spinning, uh, just with my natural movement. So I have to tighten it real quick. There it is. Yeah, this is how the mic is for right now. Until <laughs> I get my arm. I, I still feel like he's talking in the wrong spot. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Look, you gotta talk to it like straight on, like like how mine is, like this, like like that. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's a lot better. That's you got, see, and that's the thing. So you gotta turn it so that the 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 little the, the stand is behind the microphone when you're talking into it. So you gotta turn, yeah. But you gotta turn the microphone back around so that the brand is facing you. You're talking into the logo side, which I think I, is the messed up part on the phone, right? Yeah. Wait, you talk into the logo or no? Oh, right. Wow. No, no. Yeah, on that side. Yeah. So there I'm it is. Sure I'm, I'm not sure if, I, if I've ever heard you until just now, Jay. So no. okay. This might yeah. be the first time I've ever heard Jay's voice. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I didn't even know. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, Hexilla and Chester do something. The Don Jr. special. <laughs> the Don Jr. special. Look, uh, allegedly. See, she's more like the like the Hunter special. No, oh special. wow. Allegedly. Listen, mm-hmm. I will say it would not shock me to find out that both of those guys' children do cocaine. Like <laughs> it's like well, I mean, know, it's a social drug. Like it's a special drug, is what you say. Social. Oh, a social drug. You go out, you hang your party, you do coke. Like, it's not a big deal. Especially when you got money. Right. Like, I don't know why you still make a big deal out of this. Like, I know, I can't remember if it was Utah that started legalizing everything, but the country needs to legalize everything. I think think, think it was Oregon. And again, and technically they they decriminalized, which isn't the same as legalizing. And uh, Colorado, too, I think. I don't think so. I don't think Colorado has decriminalized cocaine. Well, Oz, was this your topic? <laughs> no, I just want to talk about the, the beer and the stupid plastic. Oh, that was it. Okay. Cool. No, and, and then the nerd the nerd news. You don't remember that with the cross and Mephisto? Oh, no. That, I, yeah, I was just stalling while you guys figured out the microphone. Cause... Oh, well, listen. J- Jay, Jay's dulcet tones are on now. 
But it is uh-huh. something that, that has been weighing heavily on me for, for a few days since I saw it. I, I thought I mentioned yeah. it on the show, but I might not have. So I figured. No, no, I don't think you did. And and I will say, like, Lord knows, like, I don't I don't know how you all feel about it. But Lord knows that since uh, the pandemic, it's like, you know, there's, like, not as many people to talk to about this kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, at least, not yeah. you, or at least, you know, like, you know, it's like, I feel like the only people that I get to talk to about nerd stuff in a real way for the most part is, is fantastic forum and whoever decides to call in or you know it's been a, a real outlet because lord knows i'm just like man like i'm like i can't even imagine what a pandemic like this would be like without me doing fantastic forum i can't imagine i can't even imagine and, i feel like there's too many people to talk about this stuff with like suddenly everybody's a ahsoka expert everybody's a wonder woman expert <laughs> Everybody knows everything about Max Lord. Well, you you've always been our resident gatekeeper nerd, Oz. I mean, you know, you, between you and Moses, it's like Moses has lightened up through the years, though. But Oz, Oz stays strong. He's like, wait a minute, when did you start liking this? <laughs> no, it, like, it's last it, year. And the little girl's like, I'm seven. <laughs> like I remember, uh, I remember one time I said something about about Batman and somebody. Talked about how all oh, they they've been a Batman fan for years, and I mentioned Damien, and they look at me like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> okay, you can't tell me you've been a Batman fan and you know everything about Batman and don't know what the fuck a Damien is. <laughs> That's fair. Zeno Corn chat says, "Oh God damn! Now I gotta look at these fools." <laughs> <laughs> what up, Zeno Core? Good to see you, man. It's been too long. Oh, he also says Ahsoka was black from the beginning with those big old lips. Whoa, wait a minute now. <laughs> Zeno Core took no time to start objectifying Ahsoka Tano. He was like, oh, wait a minute. Did someone say Ahsoka? What about those <laughs> lips, though? More like Ahsoka. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Wait a minute More like Ahsoka. Wait, see? No. See? See? <laughs> you always take it one step further than it needs to go. I'm trying to move to the topics. Let's move to the topics. Yeah. I agree. That's we're, 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 otherwise, we're just gonna be, uh, you know, chatting. Right? Exactly. How do you think she got so good with two lightsaber? I need you all to play the news music right, goddamn now. Please play the news music. Comic book news. We should have a like, uh, like her. To, <laughs> but not, not like that. But like. Did I win a prize? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Come on now. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. What? Uh, what? What are we going to talk about first, gentlemen? Uh, people are mad at the Punisher. Like they're talking about oh. cancel. I know we talked about this in 2020, and it's something I've brought up almost once a year. But mm-hmm. now they're trying to like. Bring the Punisher back <laughs> at Marvel, like the, the the rumblings are, and uh, and Garth Ennis, like he said something like, you know, "Everybody wants to be the Punisher, but nobody really wants to be the Punisher. Nobody wants to actually like do the three tours of duty, come yeah. find their, their family killed, but they like the idea that they feel like they're doing something bad for a good cause." And it's just you know, paraphrasing, of course, but. It's really just an excuse to be a douchebag. 
in a righteous way. It's no different than uh, the Crusades or Manifest Destiny to me. You know, <laughs> I, love, I love that analogy. Wait, Mo, yeah. just real quick, you're popping all of a sudden. Did you touch your mic? Uh, Where did you no. all of a sudden? He was popping before. Yeah, yeah. he's been popping all day. Oh, I thought that was just yeah, the, somebody the tape play. I don't remember no. him popping when he was talking. Yeah. I didn't say anything because I just thought it was my crappy connection. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah, I thought, I thought my, my microphone might be too high, but I, I brought it down. Is it, am I still popping now? Yeah. yeah. Popping? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. One day we'll get this right. One yeah. Day. Like I'll, I'll, hear, I'll, I'll just get far away from the mic. Let's see if that works. I'll do a Joe and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that Joe? Is that how Joe does? He's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> on the bike. <clears throat> but yeah, and uh, you know, so that that's kind of one of the the news I saw is a. Uh, I actually found out from Jimmy Palmiotti where he's like, yeah, I agree with with Garth Ennis. Like, there's no no reason you should uh, take it out on. Um, you know, the Punisher. You gotta take it out on the people that are actually wearing the Punisher logo and doing these things, you know? And I brought up, like, to wear, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, during the BLM, like, we started seeing a lot of the Punisher thing, too. It was like, well... During when? The the BLM protests and stuff in the summer. Oh, right, right, because the police, the, a lot of the police, well, there was, well, not a lot, but there was certain police groups that were utilizing the logo, Right, there's it, it gets used by military groups and like some, um, I guess technically they're mercenaries, but because they're associated with a company, it, it's something else. Oh, private military, yeah, like those private, those private organizations. There's one that actually uses it as like their corporate logo. And oh, my issue was with Marvel, where they started suing people for certain things like copyright, shit, but they didn't go after the people using the Punisher logo. You know, mm -hmm. so I'm like, well, look, this is your chance to really do something about this. Um, I mean, DC will sue an ice cream truck as a Superman logo, you know what I mean? Right, so why right. can't Marvel just sue some of these guys? But I don't know, maybe Marvel's just a bunch of fucking pussies. <laughs> well, I mean, if that could be the case, yeah, like, at the oh, same time, well, on his arm, he, he must be a tough guy. No, I don't want to fuck with him. Yeah. But I mean, realistically, I don't I, like. It doesn't feel as though there's a lot of uh, history of of Marvel suing people for you know, I guess a lot of logo infringement. It's not in the well, same way that DC. Like, but well, and that I want to say, I, in 2020, they did like three or four cases of what of suing people for rights issues like that, showing logos and things. But they didn't go after the people, you know. Who Marvel did? Yes. This was a news for, story. We did it on the show. For who? What do you mean what for logo? show? The, like, well, different, things, different things. Just, just random things that they fought, they felt were being their trademark infringed. They went after people. They did three cases in 2020, I believe. Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying is I feel like I don't know. I don't remember exactly what cases we're talking about here. But I don't think it's a logo thing, which is the main thing. Like, I know that like, the logo thing is something that DC does often, especially because people use the Superman logo so often, and which makes a lot of sense because it's like Superman 
is one of their big characters. And, you know, it's like, you're like, okay, I don't no, want that news, however. They have to play, mm-hmm. pay off like, all these freeloaders that have it, that right to it, too. Yeah. Are you talking about the Seagull family? Yeah. Oh, boo. <laughs> but, but either way, I, I listen, hey, it's about rights. Like, it, it, it's about whether rights were acquired properly, and if, right, if they weren't required properly, then the rights go to the next generation, like anything else, right? Like, if you have the right to something, you can leave the right to that to your kids if you want to. And that's all it is. But either way, what I'm saying is, I, I don't know that Marvel uh, has a lot of litigation history in regards to, like, strictly logo-type stuff. And, and I just feel like that's something different than some of the other cases. Because I feel like the other Marvel cases were stuff where they're like, hey, your story is like our story, you know? Or your character is like our character, which is a different thing than just the logo. But I do think that... I, I, I guess I, I... It wouldn't hurt for Marvel to mess around and be like, hey, just try to enforce it just on the principle of it. And I'm actually surprised Disney hadn't didn't do it during the time when you know they were they were talking about the um the police groups that were like using the logo like they they addressed it in the comic but they didn't actually like you know do any kind of litigation or anything like that um but i could you know i guess on the other hand i can understand why disney might be like well maybe we don't want to especially at that time we don't want to like you know make the police out to look like they're being bad guys or whatnot. So, you know, they might feel different about it now. I mean, a lot of this resurgence has um, stemmed from what happened with the the siege at the Capitol. And apparently they said that there were some people that had the Punisher logo on them. And yeah. that's why, you know, that's why we're kind of hearing about it again now. Uh, it, like, here's the thing. I will say this. It, it's wild that the conversation is Marvel, you should retire the Punisher for some people at least, versus hey, you all need to like do them so they can't use the logo. Because that that I think is the way that it really should go. Just because right. what you definitely don't want your logo associated with, with insurrectionists, you know? Wait, are they gonna retire the whole character or just the logo? Well, Marvel it hasn't said they're actually gonna do anything. There have been calls from some people in like the comic and entertainment community saying like the Punisher is a problematic character. You need to like retire that character altogether, which is ridiculous because it's Wait, like why is, why is the character problematic? It, dude, it, it's all ridiculous. That's that's the whole thing. It's like yeah. first of all, it's a, it's a fictional character, but Not even if that. it was, well, uh, go ahead, Mo. No, no, go ahead. I, I was gonna say it's it's a fictional character. Like you don't mess around and 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 change your fiction because people in real life are are doing like crazy stuff it would be like saying like oh well we gotta we gotta you know peter pants canceled because little kids are jumping out of windows and it's like <laughs> i mean lock your like, windows not lock your no be a parent yeah break <laughs> like, kid's leg. make sure make sure your kid knows not to jump his ass out of a window like, what are you talking about like we don't cancel Peter Pan because kids are jumping out of windows. We're like, why is your kid so dumb that he don't know the difference between reality and fiction? 
I mean, if the kid is that dumb, let him go. Well, they also right? talk- Oz, oh, Oz and Jay are always on that baby murder. But and they also been teaching that kid that a guy came from the dead three days after and died for his sins. You're, you're saying Jesus is Peter Pan? What do you think? I'm saying you, you tell a kid that that happens in real life, all of a sudden he's like, you know what, maybe I can fly. Well, no. Well, if no, your kid is dumb enough to think he's Jesus, yeah, maybe murder that kid. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. Listen. <laughs> I'm just saying you got to leave the possibility for the baby to actually be Jesus because he's supposed to come back, right? That could happen. But I thought he was coming back yeah. as a man. I'm like, a baby might be Jesus one day. I don't know. I don't know. Listen. You act like the Bible's clear. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Look, even, even when Jesus was born, babies were getting killed all around him. So. Right. In case they were Jesus. Yeah, I mean, okay. let's get this thing started. Second coming, refractory period's over. Let's go. Bottom line, it's like the Punisher as a character. There's nothing wrong with. Yeah, it's you just know, the testimony so- of a of a wounded, uh, emotionally wounded war veteran that could benefit from the legality of medical marijuana. <laughs> but but also too, it's like. It's one thing if people are like, oh, well, you know, the character is this thing. Like, you know, like if 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 the Punisher was the type of character that might overthrow the government because they were unhappy about, you know, how election results came out, then maybe you can make an argument like, well, why do we need that? But still, it's like it's fiction. Like. Who's like somebody might want to read that, so let them read whatever they want to read or let them watch whatever they want to watch. But you know, because like terrible people are trying to reenact stuff in real life, what we should shut down is those people, not not the book or comic or movie or television show. Like, yeah, we can murder those people, except the ones that make the movies. I'm not trying to murder anyone, just for the record. <laughs> no, I mean, shut, shut just because you're soft. That Hey, I'll be that. <laughs> that's okay. If you want to call me soft because I don't want to kill everybody, that's fair. I'll be not that. Everybody, but... just the people that stormed the Capitol. I nah, mean, listen, nah, we can just put them in jail. Look, if they would have won, like, they would have to pay for them. Besides, I mean, it's like there's so many things that could go wrong with the execution. Where it's like, we could hurt them and then kill them. Like, some of them will just die, but then some of them will be hurt and then die. You know, like, as per the as per our YouTube license agreement, we can't advocate violent and hateful talk like this, right? You know, if wanting the people that stormed our capital to die... Is hateful. Yeah, yeah. You can't say that. You want them. You want them to be punished to the fullest extent of the law, according to their state, which maybe could include a death penalty. I mean, well, we'll see. Uh, I mean, we're trying to we're trying to make a big agreements lately. Yeah, I have to. I have to because you know, free speech is dictated by corporations now. So you're hilarious. Hey, look, hey you're right. Keep, keep us on the right track, Mo. Yeah. Wow. I'm talking Mo. That's not true. Yeah. Free speech is free. 
Look, I watched enough eighty cyberpunk dystopia to realize that the government will be a corporate entity, and <laughs> and I'm trying to stop it now. Hey, I play Final Fantasy Seven. Look, I I'm I'm not surprised that I play both. I'm just playing. I'm not surprised that that Mo is uh, is keeping us on the right track on this show. Be I knew, I knew we like our timeline took a left turn when during the whole capital stuff that was going on. Alex Jones was there telling people, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> Alex Jones is the voice right. of reason. Right, like, we, exactly. we, like somebody took the time stone at some point and didn't right. bring it back. Right, no, it's true, man. That, that's what's real, man. Because Alex Jones wanted you to assassinate the lizard people like just a few yeah. years ago. Well, you know, because the true power comes from making an unknown enemy. <laughs> you know, once you can actually get go to trial for fighting the enemy, quote unquote, then it's like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'm liable for that. It's like you can incite violence against the Nagas. Hey, we can't Look. say that word either. <laughs> Listen, I like. I need your diction to be 100 percent on point when you say this, Moses. N A G A S. That's what I said. <laughs> okay, I'm just making sure, man. Just, yeah. just, just make sure. Enunciate like a mother. Yeah. <laughs> You're never gonna monetize. If I just, if I just got cut off. I cut off right, right after mm and guz. <laughs> yeah, but then right. that sounds like we're editing. We should, we should beep out every time Mo says nagas. People <laughs> like, whoa! Well, this we guy that is one. crazy. Oh wait, I think I can do that. Yeah, <laughs> there's a delay between the time I hit it and you hear it though, so I'm not looking at the delay on my end. How do you know? You don't know when he pushed the button. I saw him when he pushed it. You saw him move. Yeah, he was moved. <laughs> All right, next uh, story. It looks like they're not gonna do this uh, Green Arrow and the Canaries show. On CW. Oh, is they, that a they, good thing or a bad thing? I mean, I think it depends on who you ask, but I, I think as far I'm as fan, forum. as far as Fantastic Four is concerned, I'm pretty sure. Like, did any of you all want to see that show? I exactly. wanted to. See, I wanted see how to quiet see it. Got? Everybody was like, uh, I wanted to watch it. Uh, the I thought the backdoor pilot was interesting. I didn't expect it to be a good show. Mm-hmm. It is. It's, think- it's just not. I I don't know, man. It, it's weird because it's like thirty years after, after the point where, uh, where uh, Green Arrow dies, and um, Black Canary shows up and looks exactly the same. It's 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 weird. Listen, I, I promise you, what all that's happening here is literally like. It's pretty much the same thing that happened, well, at least in my opinion, what happened to, like, the X-Men movies. It's like the the Arrowverse and the X-Men movies are going through the same thing in the sense that at a particular point in time, you know, the Arrowverse TV shows were good superhero television. And, you know, things started changing as far as, like, the environment for what superhero entertainment's like. And it started kind of like, you know... I guess maturing in a way or or you know the the tone started to change and now it's like it just it it doesn't feel like like 
you go back and you look at like say the first episodes of Arrow, and they're not terrible, but they're not as good as they were when you watched them the first time. I, the the peak of Arrow was like season three to six. <laughs> like oh, that's okay. when, that's when it was like successful, and they're like, you know what? Let's make it a little more like the comics. Mm-hmm. And that's when it started feeling like a good, you know, it's Batman that's green with Arrow. Right. When it started, when it started changing the names from Starling to Star. Yeah. And, not like, yeah. <laughs> and he, had that, he had Speedy that was a drug addict and all that. It's a, uh, I mean, I, I like the actress that, that was playing that role. I, I like Katie Cassidy who was playing Black Canary. It's just, I, I don't, I don't think that show would have done good. I, I don't I don't think it's 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 not the show's fault. The show is doing like the DNA of that television show is what it was supposed to be, I think. I think it's the audience that changed. And that's all there is yeah. to it. Like I know for me, like you all know me. I mean, I'm a huge X-Men fan. I'm sure I'm literally wearing a friggin' X-Men shirt right now, right? I I didn't plan this. Yeah, Professor <laughs> not. You're wearing a speed racer shirt. Oh, how dare you, you son of a bitch. It, Who had that design like, first? And listen, it's Cyclops. It doesn't matter who Cyclops, that's not Professor X? What? No, no, this isn't like Professor X. That's a helmet for Professor it's X. Racer this is, X. What? No, whatever. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying is that, you know, but when you go back and I know for me, when I go back and watch the X Men movies, like, which, you know, I don't, I can't even tell you which one is the best X Men movie uh, of the original type stuff. Days of Future Past. Huh? Days of Future Past. X-Men 2. I Listen, all I'm saying is that it all feels dated. And it all feels like not X-Men. And I'm just like, it's unfortunate because like when, I, when it came out, I was happy to see it because that's the best I could get. But now I'm like, oh. Like, I knew it could be better then. But since, since the MCU, I know how good it can get in, in reality. And so it's just like, okay, like, I don't even want, like, the, the closest thing to an X-Men, X-Men movie, a decent X-Men movie to me right now is is first class. So just, just, so, uh-huh. just so I, I make sure I understand you, what you're saying is X-Men was good, but it could be better. The original X-Men? <laughs> God damn it, every time. He does that every time. He never gets Oz, it. Lord. <laughs> Yeah, I sure didn't get it. Sorry. Yeah, because Max, he's doing the Max Lord thing. That's oh. like the second time I've done it, and Lawrence just like looks at me like, "Yeah, yeah that's what I'm talking guy. about." That's exactly I'm saying, yeah. Like, I mean, but I mean, you want me to like, you want me to be like, "Oh, but it's a thing," and but it's not really a thing though. Uh, yeah, there's all sorts of memes. That's a bad thing. Yeah, well, it's a bad <laughs> movie. Like the, the best thing to come out about it was those memes. What you're saying is it's not any good, but it could be better. Oh, so that's a meme now? I didn't even see those memes. Yeah, because you're not a real nerd. Yeah, Lawrence is an idiot. Is that why? Because I'm not a real doesn't nerd? doesn't even know who's on his own shirt. Like, somebody bought him that shirt. That shirt is scripted. I apologize for my comments earlier. You know what? I can, what? like, almost hear a thousand unsubscribes. Hey, listen. If you look at this shirt and you don't understand that that's actually Cyclops, then, hey, that's okay. I don't, I don't want you to watch the show. It's not even blue. What, what are you? I hate you so much right now. I hate, I hate, listen, what's the next story? Like, the arrow versus done. 
<laughs> um, I started playing Jedi Fallen Order, so now I love Disney. You're hilarious. Why do you love Disney? Because you play Jedi Fallen Order. Because it's like if that shit felt like a good, like a, a good, good Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good game. And uh, what's homeboy's name? Monahan. Yeah. yeah. He, the, I want I wanted him to show up on the Mandalorian instead of yeah. his face. Instead of who? What's his face? You know, fake face. Who's fake face? Luke. Luke, fool. Damn. Wait, so you wanted the dude I, from I, I wanted, the, I wanted, I wanted to show the, instead of Luke Skywalker? Yes. Tired of the Skywalkers. We're done with that. Move on. Oh, that the whole point of the Mandalorian was we're getting away from the Skywalkers, and now here they are reinfecting themselves right into something I enjoy. What, what, what? I would have rather take taken the homeboy from the from the animated. What's dude's name? The guy that Kanan? disappeared. Kanan? No, no, the guy that disappeared was Thrawn. Ezra Bringer. Ezra. I'm thinking Ezra. Oh. You know, any, anybody but Luke. Anybody but Luke. Anybody but Luke? Jeez. Yeah. But Monaghan would have been great because he's he's such a good actor. I okay. mean, that would that would have been cool too. Like, don't get me wrong, and, and that would have been a huge boost for that game, I'm sure, because everybody would be like, who's that guy? <laughs> you know? But at the same time, like I, I actually haven't played Jedi Fallen Order. It's one of those <laughs> games that I'm planning on getting to, but fake ass Star Wars fan. Wait, what? Wait, so I gotta play every Star Wars game to be an actual Star Wars fan? You can't even create your own character in that one. You don't need to. He's awesome. Like, <laughs> it turns out like, your character's a piece of shit. Because it's not <laughs> that guy. Hey, hey, you don't know Jack about my old Republic character. Yeah, you don't know yeah, him. Yeah, you don't yeah. know yeah. him. How dare you? Like, that's what I'm saying. I'm playing the old Republic and got like an accountant and everything and checking out news even when I'm not playing because I don't have a PC that can run it right now. But I'm a fake ass Star Wars fan. Yeah. I hate. Yeah, like okay. if you were a I real Star Wars fan, you you buy a computer that would play it. I wouldn't even say go so far as to say fake Star Wars fan because fake nerd encompasses all of it. You're, you you know, <laughs> I I haven't forgotten I Zombie Gate. Like that's still I, that's still weighing on my mind. Like I, I'm looking at you sideways now. Listen, when you said it the first time, I was like, "What is I Zombie Gate?" I was like, "What happened to I Zombie?" I was like, "Listen, I you was have here to I Zombie." No, I listen. I, I look. I don't know why it is that we're just gonna like. There are no receipts to that allegation. That's all I'm saying. Hey. It's, it's that simple. Like it's not hard to pull up. Like it. The the show was recorded. It was literally a podcast. Also, it's enough, it's enough oh. for impeachment. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> Listen, I guess I guess that's. True. I'm just saying, like, all you gotta do is play the tape of me saying, "Oh yeah, the show was first, and then they made a comic." Yeah, but, but you're, you're in charge of the tape. But you're, I'm not in charge of no tapes. Yeah, those tapes disappeared. We found oh, out. Oh, okay. So yeah. I'm covering. Like, there's only first two or... people that would have had access. One of them made the well. One of them spilled the beans, <laughs> and the other one denies it. So I, it's like, yeah, uh, we're gonna find tapes. I love the, it. The is worse than the crime, Lawrence. I love. I love how at first it was just me saying something crazy about comics, 
versus television shows, and now it's it's morphed into me the cover up. It's like I look. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna follow my president my president. I mean, the, no, the, no collusion. The the revelation the revelation came out from me from a a, a stone collaborator that that spoke too much you know, on air and. After further investigation, the the tapes suddenly disappear, and right. it's you know it, it's all very suspicious, I, very circumstantial. I feel, I, I feel like that individual collaborator. I feel like that that individual was projecting. That's what they thought and tried to put it on me, because <laughs> Lord knows that I didn't say such a thing, and I'll leave it at that. Okay. What's well, right, we're gonna uh, we're gonna chat right, real quick says uh, bringing it back to topic. Sorry, bringing it back to the topic, Ty Claus says, what do you guys think of Lucasfilm bringing back Lucasfilm games? I, I don't give a shit. They're, they're, there's good games beyond that now with Jedi Fallen Order, so who cares? Well, but listen, now you say that, but that's like the, that's the, 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 I won't say it's the first, but I'll say that that is like EA finally making a decent game in the, in the beginning. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, like, don't get me wrong. Like, you all know that they did the Battlefront stuff. Right. And those aren't terrible games, but some of the practices that they did for that, you know, of course, marred yeah. the game. And eventually, it became, they became good games, I guess. I didn't actually play didn't them because do, of... Didn't they do Force Unleashed? No. That wasn't oh. EA, was it? Not EA, but uh, Lucas. No, that was Lucas. Lucas. Lucas Film Games, yeah, Lucas Games. It's because I see that I see that comment about Lucas Films bringing back Lucas Film Games, and I was thinking, when did they stop? Well, look, I, if, I think if, I can, if I can get a mobile version of Shadow of the Empire, I'm in. You want to play that on mobile? Why not? I play Knights of the Old Republic on mobile. I hear that that's actually really good. It is. But I don't want to play that on mobile. Look, because look, I didn't get to play it on console. Oh. So I only played a little bit of one and two, like just the beginning, like forty hours. But, but uh, I'm like, you know what? I, I'm gonna pick that. I mean, if they made a switch one, I'd do it because I like yeah, it that's what I better. Thinking. But they didn't. They didn't do that. They gave me a Burnout Paradise. Burnout. Like, oh, oh, Burnout Paradise. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, for sixty bucks on Switch. So, Jeez, really? Yeah, it was I cheaper on the PSP. Yeah. Yeah, that should not be sixty dollars. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, they dropped it down to fifty. It should not be fifty. Yeah, it should be twenty four ninety nine. I just, uh, I accidentally kicked the uh, empty Magnum bottle, and I'm glad it's plastic. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> That part of the reason they not shoes, so that could be when uh when we discussed when we, lives in the Midwest. <laughs> when we discussed the so here's the thing, part of when we were doing the branding and we discussed it, we chose plastic because it gets heavy. Like you start feeling it a third of the way down, and then it starts condensating, and then it slips out of your hand because it's heavy. But also the implications, because when you have, you know, Magnum in your hand, you feel that you got Thor's hammer, like you want to smash. And it's like that bottle, a glass bottle like that onto the head is considered attempted manslaughter. Like, I just love the idea of thinking of like 
drunk hicks somewhere like drinking magnums and trying to like hurt their friends and hitting each other over the head with those bottles well, it's, not hicks. it's also um we have we have a uh a, a very like hobo demographic so they have to defend their territory and we don't want them to catch a case on our behalf oh got you they're like you buy schlitz malt liquor for that yeah do every, something else. Yeah. Every, every version of Slits has a is made in a glass. So, I think Slits went plastic too for a while. Oh, there it is. Damn. Because it's all those, all, all those Milwaukee and uh, Wisconsin, all those beers from the Midwest went plastic on their 40s for like a good few years. But the still probably went back to glass. What's our next news story? Our next new story is that She-Hulk is rumored to the She-Hulk TV show is rumored to feature Kristen Ritter's return as Jessica Jones. Yeah, so, how do y'all feel about that? I mean, I don't like. I mean, it's cool that they're bringing that Jessica Jones back, but it, it like why do why bother with She-Hulk? Because like the the friendship that they have, that dynamic, like was already explored in her show. And they just use Hellcat instead. I don't like that. It makes me feel like they're pushing Daredevil to the side because I, I have a feeling she's going to be Jessica Jones's new lawyer, and that's how they're going to introduce the character. Well, but then there's a there's been a rumor for a minute now that uh, Charlie Cox is supposed to be Peter Parker's lawyer in the next Spider-Man movie. Yeah, so, but that might. Yeah, I don't know. We'll so, we're so, not giving, I mean, I don't think there's room for Charlie Cox in that movie. Why not? There's too many people. Yeah, well, it's a sausage. Know, like, like everybody's confirmed to be in that movie. I think Joe's in that movie. He's got a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can you confirm or deny that you're in Spider-Man Three? I cannot. Hmm. Damn, it could be so odd. You're right. <laughs> You're right. I, I know the scene is uh, Jamie Foxx is there, and Joe just walks by. Is like, man, you crazy, and then just walks away. <laughs> Look, Jay just looks at Jamie Foxx's Electro and is like, trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, see, here's the thing for me though, like. I mean, I get what you're saying, Mo, about the friend dynamic in regards to like her and Hellcat. But why would her relationship with Hellcat, uh, or I guess I, the better way for me to ask the question is why would her relationship with She-Hulk be similar to the one she has with Hellcat? I'm still thinking from my like, it's not like a comics thing. Mm. So you know, but realistically, it. it Realistically, they could just leave Kristen Ritter the fuck out. Like she don't need to get paid. But I guess why not? Like, and don't get me wrong. Like, why or why not? There really isn't a good argument for why or why not, other than like fan service. So it's like people are going to see She Hulk and like it, whether Kristen Ritter is in or not. Well, I guess my thing is this: is if the rights to the character. And, and doing them in mass media have reverted and they want to have a Jessica Drew, I'm sorry, Jessica Drew, a Jessica Jones character. 
I would prefer it to be Kristen Ritter at this point because that's who was already introduced in the MCU technically. I guess. I mean, in the same way that I would want Charlie Cox and I would want um uh oh damn I can't remember my man that's friggin' Luke Cage or friggin' hey, he's not coming back. It doesn't matter. Well, I mean. They they said that he's not going to come back because it sounds like they want to have like a, a higher profile actor play that role. But I would think that I think that would be a mistake. I think they should just use him. He was good for the character. The series was good, and and you know, it, but if they're not going to do a series and they're just going to do a cameo, then they would probably want to get a higher profile just to get. Like maybe springboard off to something else, you know, but mm-hmm. it doesn't like. Eh. Look, Disney series for those characters aren't going to be as good as the Netflix ones. <laughs> I'll tell you that they're going to play yeah. that shit safe. So you feel like if if Disney decided to make a Daredevil series with Charlie Cox, you don't think it will be as good as the Netflix one? Nah, and I was even critical I, about that one, but I would disagree with you. I don't. I don't. Think I mean, of course you would. You you would oh, definitely oh. disagree with me. Oh boy! By the way, your boy's name is Mike Coulter. Mike Coulter, there it is. Thank you. Oh, I'm <laughs> as much as I and I like Kristen Ritter. I thought she did a, a decent job. But why haven't I heard anything about Mark Ruffalo being on the set, like at all? Isn't he involved in in that story of how She Hulk becomes She Hulk? Yeah, yeah. Do that off camera altogether. No, I mean, I feel like there were rumors about it from before, too. Like, that Mark Ruffalo actually was involved. I don't I think mean, those were rumors. I think those were, you know, the, the fake nerds talking about, well, you know her where her powers come from, so Mark Ruffalo has to be yeah. there. Smart Hulk they has to show up and, and put, his, put his cock on it. Put his cock on it? I was going to say in her, but they're, they're related, so it would be either weird. Way, I, I edited like, myself. Leave me alone. It, it, I'm just saying, it's needlessly crass. <laughs> I, it's needfully crass. No. Jay, you like to get something to say. Who, me? Yeah. Um, oh. no, no, I don't have anything to say. Okay. I mean, Jay's like, I don't confirm. These people are. <laughs> like, they confirmed that Mark Ruffalo was going to be in it. No, there you go. I mean, he has to be, right? Not necessarily. He doesn't have to be, but even though they won't, they won't give the dude his own Hulk movie because they confirmed. Well, well they, they can't. can't. Yeah, it's they not can't. I have to anymore. Like it, it's what's happening, right? No, they they can't. If, I'm telling you, if they could do a Hulk television show, they would, but they can't, and that's why you only see Hulk as part of other stuff. Because I think that's an excuse. I think I think they can. They don't want to. No, no they can't. The literally has the rights. Yeah. No, that's just an excuse. I think they're using that as an excuse. It, it's a good excuse. I mean, it makes sense, but nah, like legally, they can't. Is the is the is, that's not an excuse, right? That's like the but reason. We all, we all know when you got Disney money, legally ain't a word. Like legally, no, it's how many zeros you put at the end of the check. Well, I mean, okay, I feel you on that, but at the same time, you can't be mad at them for being like, well. Like, because I'm sure the rights revert back at some point, right? 
No, not if they keep doing stuff with them. But they haven't. Universal. No, but Marvel has. <laughs> so they keep like like that counts as Universal. Like it's in, in conjunction. Oh. Yeah. It's like the Sony and Mar and Spider Man thing. So you you think uh, you're asking? Do I think that the She Hulk show will be good? Yeah. Well, I'm asking everybody. Actually, I'm not a huge She Hulk fan, so I I need to defer to you guys I, on that. I think it's gonna be excellent. Actually, yeah. Well, of course. Well, you're always wrong anyway. Really, just ask. Am me. I? Oh, oh, yeah. I oh, exactly. See how quiet it got. Everyone was like, "God damn." We're <laughs> to you don't you don't talk over the mouse. You Wait, didn't? Didn't the rights revert back this year, earlier? For, for Hulk, Hulk and no. Namor. No. no. I think, that was I think Namor. I think Namor, but that was part of the X Men deal, right? The mutant. Yeah, I think it, I think I think it was right. Well, no, no, it wasn't Ghost Rider. <laughs> it was Namor and damn it, can't remember. Namor, that's another. Game. So I have the story on. Uh, this wasn't a reputable site, but yeah, because <laughs> Namor was part of the whole Fox thing because Namor was associated with Fantastic Four. I'm pretty sure. Or mutants. Nah, no, nah, not mutants. Because when according those... to the disreputable site, Marvel does have the rights. Well, to the Hulk. Yeah, Hulk and Namor. What's the disreputable site you're reading it from? Um, the Disney, Disin, the Disinsider. Yeah, that that no, they don't have it. <laughs> I don't think they're an insider. I was. Wait, it's not the Disney Insider. It's the Dis Insider. Yeah, yeah. It is short for Disney. Their joint, oh. their joint sounds like a disease. <laughs> <laughs> I got Dis Insider. <laughs> sounds like it came out of Wuhan. <laughs> oh, see, see. What's the next uh, story? What else you got, dude? Let's talk about. Uh, Jay, I know you you talked you had that story about the beginnings of a new shared image universe, new image. I did. Um, I, I thought you were going to read that. it, but <laughs> so <laughs> I did not have it pulled up. That that is that is absolutely fair. But there, that basically the story was about them launching a new book, um, and the book being a part of what is rumored to be a new uh, shared comic book universe under the Image Comics banner. And people, and they were saying like, well, it, it, it's obvious they're going to include the Savage Dragon in that, um, which makes sense to me. Like, you know, I think, I think that, uh, you know, Eric Larson wouldn't pass on the idea like he he's he's generous with his characters like that um but the idea that that is something that could happen i i, I know i found that really interesting um you know it's it's one of these things where just to see what it would be like you know i i will say this like i don't know like if i want like say a spawn to be a part of that 
or something like that because I think at this at this point it feels like Spawn's like so much its own thing. But at the same time, I don't read Spawn like you know, like I'm not a dude that reads Spawn month in and month out. So maybe I don't I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I don't want to I don't want to put words in Todd McFarlane's mouth. But I kind of feel like you know that's kind of its own thing at this point. But Savage Dragon, which is its own thing too. But I could see them saying, like, well, let's build this new universe uh, with or keeping Savage Dragon in mind just because, you know, I just feel like Savage Dragon feels like the image comic superhero to me. So who's writing? Who's like spearheading this? Like, what? what, what is it? So it's Kyle Higgins, uh, the guy who was doing Power Rangers over a boom. Uh, we started on our channel, too. Can, yeah, yeah, that's when he was doing Nightwing, right, right? Yeah. And uh, he's going to be writing a book called Radiant Black. And we have a... Jesus. Uh, we have, we a, have a look at the cover. Say what? Hold on, I'm going to bring up the cover. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what's happening, Jay? Who has you? Tell Tell them that we possess a special set of skills. Link twice <laughs> if you need our help. <laughs> <laughs> How many edibles did you have today, Joe? Uh, just one. I'm about to take another one. Maybe. I don't know. I kind of want to go to sleep tonight, too, after the show. So we'll see. <laughs> if, if you have an edible, you won't be able to go to sleep. I will, but it'll be awkward because it's like I won't know what I feel like doing while I'm waiting to go to sleep. Wait, what? <laughs> you won't know what you feel like doing while you're waiting to fall asleep? Right. It's like I won't know if I, I like want to watch a movie or watch like cartoons or play Final Fantasy. And it'll it'll take me a while to figure it out. It turns out with the, with the edible, he'll just go to sleep without thinking about any of that no i always think it because sleep never comes like right away yeah and so it's like i'm not sure what i would want to do like i started watching camp camp again and that's really fun high but i don't know but so you play a video game to fall asleep no before i fall asleep but when i'm high i'll be thinking like of ways to entertain myself and so I'll end up trying to play a video game while I'm high, which, depending on how high I am, goes poorly, or it goes okay. Should watch I think Joe's getting, Joe's getting high wrong. <laughs> Joe, Joe should watch something scary while high and then tape it. We'll all react. I could try that. I feel like I did, though. I feel like I watched that one Indian Gold movie um when i was high but i don't remember if i wasn't even better like something like super dramatic and emotional and so so it's just jay like commentating on on why something is stupid while you know most people watching it are like crying their eyes out oh yeah like, horror is while you're high like horror when it's done poorly or when it's done like average can be like pretty funny but it's when it's good when you're like, oh man. 
I was still waiting for more uh more in the Lawrence Watches series. Yeah, he's he on top of it. You know, it's like we're trying to get him to watch stuff, but he just won't. He won't I get I gave him stuff to unbox so he would have something to do. And he I don't think he's even opened them yet. I listen, I don't like how you all are talking about me like I'm not here. Like I just I just need y'all like I'm right here. Larry, excuse me. Larry, excuse me. <laughs> allow us, please allow us to talk behind your back to your face, please. No, I mean, listen, you can talk. I'm not saying you can't say what you're saying. I'm saying just talk about me like I'm here. Be like, just say my name. I'm here. I can hear you. Like, no, no. Nah. So, anyway, guys. talk about he, 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 he. You mean he. me, goddamn? <laughs> just, say, just say my name. That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying, don't, don't, I'm not saying don't talk about me. I'm saying if you're going to talk about me while I'm right here, say my name. But then if we, say, if we say your name enough times, you show up. So I'm already here, goddamn. But the point is, I'm, I'm here. So who wants to take bets? Who wants to take bets to see if Larry opened his, Who wants to take bets to see if Larry opened his blind bag of Mega Man Chibi Feet? Which he's not supposed to if it's not on camera. Well, here's the bet. Here's the bet. Did, did he open them? And not record it? Like, who wants to take that bet? I'm betting that's what happened. I'm willing to bet he didn't even know he had it. It's at the That might be the wild card bet. Like, it could be in his car still. I'm so, I'm so wait, not in his neighborhood. Whoa, wait, what is that? <laughs> you know what? Listen, again, I'm going to listen. I'm going to say this one more time. Talk about me like I'm here, goddamn. Not in his neighborhood. Wait, first of all, you go disrespect my look. The crime rate on my street, I guarantee you, is lower than the crime rate in probably all of y'all streets. Okay. Yeah, I, no, you know, you're right. I, I, you know, have, yeah. I have but, a scanner alert. But on top of all that, talk about me like I'm here. <laughs> all right, Larry, I'm going to ask the question. Ask the question. But hold on. I'm gonna. I would need you to to wait about ten seconds before you answer. But I'm gonna ask the question. Did you open your birthday Mega Man blind bags? Did you open your Mega Man blind bags? Wait, so so I'm supposed to answer, and then you're gonna play the rim shot? <laughs> I'm so, aren't I supposed? To, I'm supposed to hear the rim shot, and then I answer, right? Isn't all right, that? all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. A long rim shot. Yeah. Am I retarded? Like, what is happening? That's what? a different conversation. That's right? not. Did you or did you not open your blind bag? I, 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 before I answer that, I want to leave you all to know, I hate all this. <laughs> I did not open the blind bags as of yet, but they are not in the car. They are inside the house. And I did think about the idea like, oh, I should probably open this on camera because that would be fun. Also, the point... 
also the point. Okay, and the point. Sure. Okay. I said right. it on the air. Like I got you these so that you can open them on camera. We can make right. Them. And I haven't. I haven't done it yet. But you know, you thought they were for your birthday. Turns out they're content. I thought that's what I thought. I thought most everything I'm gonna tell you. Even despite this entire segment, I still think Moses and Jay and even you, Oz. I think you all still love me. I mean, we do, but it's like family. Like family. Like you're you're a piece of shit, but you're our piece of shit. No, but but I'm not. (laughs) I've been watching tons of horror movies, trying to figure out which ones will be good enough for you. You should listen. I, why, I gave up on that. Why, why I appreciate? No, that, I no, no, because that, that makes a lot of sense. Because like, like good, Jay will be good like story, good ending, right? Like stuff to make Lawrence think, right? But not too hard because if I have to think too hard, then my life's over. Because I'm thinking about scary stuff all the time, and but I. But that's think the I thing. It's not like we're thinking about making good content. Like good content is to make Larry squirm. Like we don't want to make him think. We want to make him shit and fuck himself on camera. I well, mean, you were, you remember the last one I got, like the really good one, which was the yeah. one with the curse, right? And they had the little post credit ending that really fucked with Lawrence. Yeah, like, but, but, where he had to think, but he also squirmed. Yeah. And he was like still on the show, just dazed, like I can, wondering I can. if it was real or not. <laughs> that was fun. Like, all right, we're gonna do the reviews. We don't got no more news, right? I mean, yeah. we got. I mean, do you want to do a, a shit we didn't get to segment? Yeah, real quick? sure, sure. Let's talk about what we didn't get to. We didn't get to. Uh, we didn't get to the MCU updates from Feige on uh, Deadpool and Black Panther and X Men, which. It's okay. They're coming. Yeah. I mean, Deadpool said that he's like he commented on social media. He's like, first thing on the docket is find whoever killed Bambi's mom. Is what? Is find whoever killed Bambi's mom. It was Gaston. Yeah, I mean, we don't know that. That's a that's a fan theory, and Deadpool's gonna get to the bottom of it. All right. Next, next, next shit we didn't get to later. Um. Matt Bomer is going to play Flash in Justice Society World War II animated, like the next DC animated movie. And why is that a big deal? Well, I think more so the fact that it was a Justice Society animated movie. Like, I know oh. I didn't know that. I don't know if you all knew that was happening. Well, no, no. I, I didn't know it either. But I thought they were making a gay Flash. Is Matt Bomer gay? That's well, the story that you sent to me from the Gay Times. I'm sorry, Gay Times. Oh, I yeah, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, <laughs> like okay, there it is. Uh, I thought there was a different movie coming out. I mean, there's a. I mean, I don't remember. The, the the latest DC movie was the um or animated flick was the Batman one with the Kung Fu, right? Right. Is that out already? I think it just came out. I don't know when though. Okay. Yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Exilla and chat says content. Batman Soul of the Dragon. Yeah, you, you, Oz and Mo, you all, you familiar I have, with that? I have never heard of that in my like, life. That actually has Bruce Lee in it, right? I don't know. 
Yeah, I have no idea. I feel like it's Batman with like real life martial artists, but I could be wrong. I was under the impression Bruce Lee was dead. My guy, talk about anim- Okay, never mind. You know what? No, you know, I, Oswald, you tell stories about me. You don't have to say my name, even if I'm here. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. And no, Bruce Lee's not in it. Oh, damn it. Who is it? It doesn't matter. Oh, because they're all the same to you? Got it. Yeah. Next story we didn't that's, do. That is, that's what it is, yes. It's all the same. It's Herman Lee. Oh, no. <laughs> um, another story we didn't get to, the Mandalorian uh, spinoff shows, along with the Mandalorian, they, they're thinking that they might, or I guess there's a rumor that there might be a crossover between those shows that is adapting um damn it, what's the name of that that uh air that heir to the empire novels the basically the star wars novels that in that introduced thrawn to uh to the star wars universe like basically that first novel that had him in it they're doing an adaptation of that storyline in like Mandalorian and Rangers and Ahsoka. And I hate. So you hate it, okay? There it is. Hey, everything is after Mandalorian can be crappy. Say what? I don't know why Filoni can't come up with new stuff. He's got to go back to old stuff. Wait, what? What? Wait, wait, Jay. What did you say? Is he gonna look okay in live action? I mean, if like they... I don't think I've seen the Chiefs in live action yet. I don't think it's happened. Um, I mean, it'll be like Starfire. No, it like it'll be black. Yeah, black with a terrible wig. No, yeah. it's not gonna be like Starfire. They'll pick a white guy and they'll either make his skin blue digitally or they'll do makeup from his neck up and his hands. Either or, it'll that's that's the worst thing to do is. Try to CGI blue when you have makeup. Makeup is available and cheaper. And blue makeup actually looks better real than any other makeup for some reason. I mean, I, listen, most it, things look better of, as a practical effect than, than CGI. It, it's just a matter of who they pick and what they're willing to do. You know what I'm saying? I like, heard Cumberbatch's name thrown around. Yeah, I've heard Cumberbatch. I think, I don't, I think he's above their, their price. But you know, it's it's an, it's but he's it's already out. part of the Disney thing. He he sold yeah. his school to the mouse. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but I've heard that thrown around. I've heard also, uh, oh boy, uh, from Mad Men. Oh boy, Ham. Yeah. Nah. Nah, he's no good. Yeah. Paul Bettany, the Vision. John, he was good. John Ham is no good. Not for that. You don't think so? I was like, I thought, no. I thought a, as good of a pick as anybody else, but I don't know who I, Thrawn is, so it doesn't matter. Oh well, <laughs> Paul Bettany, uh, he could do it, but I don't think I would want to see him as Thrawn. But anyway, well, you're the shareholder, so you tell us who's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, and oh, that's that... would do good. Um, fucking uh. Perry Mason, he would do good. 
Oh, the guy that played Perry Mason? Perry Mason, but what's the current, the current Perry, Perry Mason guy? I like to see. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, I, fuck, I forget his name, but he was uh, he was Doctor Who for a while, and then he was a purple man. Tennant. Oh, oh Tennant. David Tennant. David Tennant would actually yeah. be. I, I heard his his name was tossed around too. Yeah, I think he wouldn't. He would be good. So we're all in agreement. Someone British. Are all the people we talked about British? Yeah. Tenet, Cumberbatch. Except for John Hamm. The one we didn't like was the American one. So. Oh, I like John Hamm. I mean, I like John Hamm, just not for that. His head is pretty big. But Thrawn has a big head, too. Ooh, back right. to the Magnum talk. <laughs> all right. All right. Is there any more shit we didn't get to? No, nah, no, that's it. We should, we should go ahead and jump into a heavy metal minute. Yeah. So it's been a crazy week for metal. Two weeks back, I did a review of the Schaefer Barlow project, Winter Nights, and Eight days later, John Schaefer of the Schaefer Barlow Project stormed the Capitol. Full details there if you want to check them out there on Fraction of Forever on our channel. You got to like and subscribe, and it's on there. It should be on there now. I actually uploaded it earlier this week. Um, But there's some new developments in that case. Since he was spotted and confirmed to be him, he is now the top priority, most wanted for the FBI and local law enforcement in Indiana and DC and uh, they're looking for him. They haven't found him. Um, yeah, it, it's nuts. Uh, Stu Block redid another statement. I, I talked about the statement on Fraction of Forever that he did. He did another one apologizing for not being more serious about it, which is weird. Like he's not, John Schaefer is not Stu Block's uh, 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 responsibility. That's ridiculous. But uh, in other right-wing wacko news, uh, Phil Labonte is petitioning uh, Governor Sununu of New Hampshire. He wrote him a letter, and he's asking to, to really, like, dismantle the U.S. Like, that's a quote. Uh, <laughs> as a voter, he says he, he's entitled to ask for that of his governor because he doesn't like the censorship that President Trump is getting on social media platforms. Now, look, I don't like it either, but it is what it is. They're private companies. Look, there's opinions on that. We, that's a whole political philosophical discussion that we are not going to get into right here. But, um, yeah, that, that was uh, what happened with Phil Labonte. And he's no, he's no stranger to this little, uh, little libertarian controversy and speech that he does a lot. So more about him. And uh, more right-wing wacko news, uh, Bad Wolves, uh, Tommy Vexed, we talked about him having issues. He's never, he doesn't believe in racism, being a black man in America. He says he's never dealt with racism. That was a big controversial statement of 2020 that he had. And he doesn't believe, you know, he's a, he's a right-winger and truther and birther and all that. And uh, now Tommy Vexed has been kicked out of Bad Wolves. Uh, I always talked about how what it would be like for Doc Coyle to deal with someone like Tommy Vex, and no, it, it, it happened. It, it turned out they can't work together. Now that they could leave the house and make music together, they're not going to make music 
uh, they Doc Hoyle kicked off a, a stream, a live stream. He said uh, the outpouring of just beautiful words and just loving embraces from everyone supporting what's going on in the band. It's been moving, and I feel just so much gratitude. This is obviously difficult because there are people who feel the exact opposite, who maybe are not happy with how things have turned out, and as much that can hurt on a personal level, when someone is not really on board with what you're doing, I totally get it, and I understand it. It's not easy. It's not an easy thing to lose someone who was that talented. So yeah, they, he's officially out, and uh, that was the the announcement. But uh, yeah, those two dudes, there's there's metal experiencing some um, growing pains <laughs> when these things come to light. Now that these people think differently, and they make some some beautiful music together, and now they can't. It's weird. They got to learn from uh, Joey and Johnny Ramone. They somehow they hated each other, and they somehow made it. <laughs> made it work and there's a new music alert um sozin's comet released yesterday january 12th uh they released the song four nations and they're a avatar the last and airbender themed metal band so you're listening to that under me right now um so enjoy that if you like it go to sozin's comment on youtube that's where they release it you can give it the likes the subscribes and hit the bells and you know all that all that jazz uh and lastly um marcia zazula if you don't know that name you're probably young but she was a co-founder of megaforce records she passed away at the age of 68 um Megaforce is famous for bringing to light bands like Metallica, Testament, uh, I believe Exodus, uh, Merciful Fate, and uh, they really, Megaforce really ch uh, shaped the, the thrash scene in the 80s that was like what led to bands like Slayer and, you know, metal as we know it now. So, uh, yeah, um, James Hetfield had some kind words. He said, Marsha Z is the metal matriarch of the East Coast. She was our mother when I had none. She made great sacrifices for Metallica to grow. Thank you, Marsha. Love and positive energy to the Zazula family. So, yeah, um, they, you know, that's just the one person she touched, but there's a lot more. I, I saw a lot of tributes, but I'm not going to get into that because guess what? I'm Moses Magnum. This has been a heavy metal minute. I, I, uh, thank you, man. Thank you. But I do have a duodenum to that heavy metal minute. Oh, go for um, it. Uh, you know, eight days after John Schaefer stormed the Capitol building, mm -hmm. I got this in the mail. The CD, Schaefer Barlow Project. <laughs> I backed on Kickstarter with uh, my thank you name on it in here. You can't make it out, but it's there. And... Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, you still can't make it out. It's really small. It's small even for me, and I have good eyesight. So, <laughs> but uh, I have his signature on here. I don't know if you can make it out here. It's uh, it's there. The little, that, that's the, awesome. It came with a mega hat and everything. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so I, I got it. Yeah, I didn't. I forgot that I even got the physical copy. I thought I just did the the digital, but yeah, and I'm like, well. The postmate says that he couldn't have been at the Capitol because it was mailed on the same day that he was <laughs> going to the Capitol. Unfortunately, it was mailed to Florida, and it was mailed by Yeah, and it was mailed by Ravencroft Productions. 
not John Schaefer. So. You're his alibi. He was like, Moses, come, come to the court. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him I was with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Listen, that, uh, I, love, that, I love the cover photo, dude. I was like, oh, dude. Like, I yeah. got to go watch that video as soon as Fantastic Four. Yeah. So. Is that up yet? Yeah, it's up. It, it comes on. Uh, I, I've kind of scheduled Fraction of Forever to come on about an hour or so or two before Fantastic Forum, because the way I kind of restructured it, I my heavy metal minutes kind of play off of that. They're like an abbreviated version of that or stuff. I didn't get to there. Nice. Um, but yeah, but yeah, it's weird. Uh, yeah, that whole thing with John Schaefer is weird. And I actually posed a question for you guys on Fraction of Forever to see if you guys watch it, but I'm pretty sure you don't. So I'll ask it now. It's like, should we get rid of our our uh, final thought music? Because that's Ice third final thought music of John oh, Schaefer, the alt right treasonous. I don't think so. All right. Only if there's a chance that they'll that they'll copyright strike us. No, there isn't. I mean, he loses all his rights and assets. Like his assets get frozen, so he can't. He has no rights to that anymore. Listen, if you can't separate the person from the art, you, you're going to lose all your art. Well, I know. I've always been the the best at that. Out of the whole Fantastic Forum, I've always been really good about separating the artist from the art. I mean, I uh, <laughs> I, I like the old uh, Cosby Show. Like I, I said that facetiously because I know I've never been good at that. So no, no, I look. I, I, I wasn't gonna say nothing. I was quiet. I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the those thumbnails got a lot better when my wife looked at my laptop and told me everything I did wrong. Well, what, what did you do wrong? <laughs> I, I was working on one that Lawrence did with the guy from the Five Hundred First Legion, and like I had everything I wanted on the screen, but I couldn't like. I just, I just didn't know what to do, and she walked by and she's like, "Oh, what are you doing?" Oh, well, I'm trying to do this, and she just like kind of takes over, and like two minutes later, she like this thing was done. She's like, "Just do it like this," and you know, everything I've done since then is exactly how she told me, and it, it <laughs> quicker. And if you notice, they've looked better. Yeah, that five hundred first legion. I'm like, okay, Oz finally got it. Like he. <laughs> he did <something>. yeah. <laughs> It turns out uh, a professional tell me what how I was yeah. screwing up. Yeah. It's so funny too because like, my people are like they're like, dude, that's awesome. Like they, they love that that joint. But anyway, go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. Oh, I was saying if we did replace our final thought music, it would be kind of cool, like if I could do it. So oh. I would have the opening and final thought joint. Oh, well, well listen. I, okay, I'm amending my statement. If Jay makes final thought music that we feel like we should use, we should definitely replace it with Jay's final thought music. <laughs> I I would agree. If we get an original Jay, I would rather have that. Not because of anything John Schaefer did specifically, just because I would rather have something original to us. Yeah. For me, it's more about the vibe at the closing of the show. So it's got to have the vibe. Like yeah. that ending on the, on a, the the, for me, the reason I picked that song is because what it the what the song is, in relation to the show, and how it ends, on a high note, but at an end 
like it's a conclusion the the frequency is right <laughs> like the actual frequency of the music is right and i i don't know if any of us here can recreate that but if you're willing to try i'm willing jay's to open. listen jay's open okay i will consider it there it is cool so uh let's talk about some comic books let's talk about dc future state uh we're gonna be talking about Oh. Comic book review. Comic book like, review. <laughs> well, not, not like that, but like. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. I'm, I'm sorry, I was forgetting our review. Yeah. I like that. Fake, I feel like fake that's ass like, host. That's look, fake ass nerd, fake ass host, fake ass, fake ass uh, speed racer fan. All that. I don't, even, I don't even think he's black. Look, fake ass <laughs> black. Turns out he's Latino. Son of a like, that's the title of this episode. That's the title of this episode. Fake ass black. Allow me to apologize for being the fans because they're thinking they're talking about him. It's not Jay. It's not Jay. Jason, Jay, what did you say? Uh, so it was great that we got a Speed Racer reference in these comics. Yeah, I like that we got a a Speed Racer like representation from Larry. So which one are we talking first? So we're going to talk about Superman and Metropolis. We're going to talk about the next Batman, and we're going to talk about Wonder Woman. I, I think we should talk about them in that order. How do you all feel about it? I'm down. Works for me. Whatever. Who who uh listen? <laughs> uh you know what? How 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 do you all feel about uh I, you know what I'll go ahead and talk about or, or at least lay down uh the whole thing for the Superman of Metropolis. Go for it. So Superman of Metropolis number one is DC Future State, like one of the first books to come out of there. This is, uh, you know, the whole Future State is basically about the next generation of heroes taking over some of these mantles. And so this is um, John Kent, Superman's son. The, the, same, the same John Kent, if you were reading Superman, where, you know, Superboy and Super Sons or... Uh, the the super boy that was in what book was he in? He was in action. He was in Super Sons, and it was John Kent and Damian Wayne. Right, and he was also in. I think Action Comics was the one that was pretty much. Uh, he was featured heavily in Legion of Superheroes because right. they did the whole Superboy in the future thing. Then. Right, but but I'm saying one of the Superman books was primarily about like Superman and his family. That was action, right? That wasn't Superman. I I believe that was action. Yeah. Yeah, I think. But but at the same time, though, a- after Bendis took over Superman, I think it be- a lot of you saw a lot of John Kent and Superman too. Uh, I think, but I might be wrong about that. But either way, that character is the Superman in this book, and um. From what I can 
ascertain. <laughs> uh, at the coming out of of DC's Death Metal, the multiverse is reborn, and these books are possible multiversal things that are happening. And so you have John Kent as Superman in Metropolis in the future, uh, basically guarding this city on his own. But Metropolis is has fallen into a, a strange state. It's not the kind of utopian type city that it was back in the day. Uh, you have a like corporate uh, technologist that has come in by the name of Trojan. Uh, his last name is Trojan. A lot, lot of uh, condom talk on this show. But Trojan is basically giving the citizens technology and like nanotechnology that's um, that they're able to incorporate into their bodies. And so uh, they make they make mention that Trojan has pushed out Lex Luthor and uh, like exiled Lex Luthor and Lex Corp is not really a factor. And so Trojan is kind of like the corporate uh, entity that Metropolis identifies with. And he, uh, along with, uh, or in addition to the people that have incorporated this nanotechnology uh, into themselves, has garnered a certain number of uh, acolytes, followers that are following him. And so there, and and those people basically have made Metropolis uh, a sort of um, I I can't remember what's the term. What what was the term that happened in Seattle, where they made it like an autonomous, autonomous zone? Yeah, autonomous they, zone. Like basically these these folks have made Metropolis their its own autonomous zone, and that has caused the. The, the army basically to come and kind of be like, hey, you know, you all aren't like not a part of the U.S. You all are actually like still a part, even though you say you're not. And there's like a bit of a standoff and Superman, the Superman of Metropolis, John Kent, is there to like try to navigate this situation. And is doing kind of a poor job of it. <laughs> so, it it's a it, it's an interesting concept for a book, um, because you know, like the way they make it sound and the way they they kind of lay it out in this book is like John Kent is is this is kind of like one of his first missions where he's kind of doing things on his own, and you know, you're looking at this picture right now where you see this gaping hole, you know. This is a point where John Kent has decided the e the best way, not the easiest, the best way to secure Metropolis is to remove it from its its spot on the planet. He tenderized it, and yeah, basically make it its own its own miniaturized glass city like Candor, like it's you know, and it it's a yeah like. Apparently he was doing some stuff with Supergirl. 
And they were like kind of like, you know, I guess she was mentoring him some and, you know, he's kind of been doing some stuff on his own because she went off and I don't know what she was doing exactly because they don't say. But, you know, he has some ideas about how the best way to handle things in Metropolis. Uh, Earlier you saw a photo of a kind of nanotech-ish kind of mega mind-ish looking kind of thing. And that's called the brain cells or brain cells and that's essentially a new version of brainiac right it is literally something that was grown by a corporation based off of the 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 dna of brainiac from that they were able to recover from battles between brainiac and john kent superman and supergirl which it, it that's another thing that's kind of wild to me that I mean, that Supergirl is Supergirl still, even though she's way older. Well, not way older, but older than John Kent. You know what I mean? And it's like, she's still Supergirl, but he's Superman now. Well, Larry, um, from my experience, when uh, you change, uh, you know, one time I I called this lady a girl, and I'm like, I'm sorry, woman. And she said, no, 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 call me girl. I don't want to be a woman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that actually yeah. happened in the Supergirl TV show, right? They had like that whole. I, I don't know. I've never been there. Yeah, I did. It, it did. Yeah. So, also, uh, John Kent's been artificially um, aged. Now, when you say artificially, something happened, something happened that made him older, like made him go from, from kid to teen. And then he also spent some time in the future with the Legion. So just because he, he's older or a young adult at this point doesn't necessarily mean a lot of time has passed. But but no, it's more about hurry. Than... Oh, oh, okay. I'm, I'm not even talking about ages at this point, honestly, as much Title? as titles. Yeah. Like I would say, like at some point you might be like, well, hey, maybe she might be like, I don't need to be Supergirl anymore. I'll be Superwoman. But you might be right. Like it, like you, like you all just mentioned. It's like, like if you're older and somebody are people are willing to call you girl still, then you just go with it, right? And it's not like she's like actually aging. Like she's a Kryptonian. Like you know, Supergirl doesn't look any different than she did however many years ago or whatever. But but in future state here, you know, they make a point of talking about it like it is like further in the future, and then you have like nanotechnology being passed out or handed out to the average citizens of Metropolis. Like, that all makes it feel like it is actually further in the future. But you could be right, Oz. I mean, we don't know where it is. They, they don't take the time to tell you, like, oh, it's this year or not this year, right? Well, they don't suggest uh, Kal-El, Superman, died of old age. No, no, he doesn't. They, they say he went somewhere. Like they make yeah, it seem like I, he just went away, which and they like I'm they don't say this, but I'm assuming he must have taken Lois with him because you know, like it, it almost feels like a little bit like um Invincible if you read that title, but in, in Invincible yeah. at a certain I didn't point. read it yet. No, no spoilers. <laughs> Do you have the press copies? <laughs> I, I actually bought the omnibus, like. Oh, okay. A couple months ago. 
Well, you but should watch it, especially it when this, this animated show comes out because it's a yeah, that, that was one of my inspirations. That yeah. and it's like Jeffrey always told me like you should definitely read it. Dude, like he said it was such not a just Jeffrey. Book. Who else told me that? Mo wants credit. We did. Yeah, we, we even Vaughn did. Dude, we we Vaughn was like, I don't listen to Vaughn. Yeah, but that, but the thing is, us combined, like Vaughn was like, I got them all on digital. You can have it right now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, look, shout out to Redmond. I miss that guy. God like, damn. Well, we don't need him. You got me. <laughs> like, you don't want him. You don't want him. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want them, you don't want them. <laughs> but but the fact is, um, yeah, like invincible like invincible, like literally put on the cover the greatest superhero comic. Well, well I forget what it started off as. Was it the greatest superhero comic in the galaxy? Or I don't remember what it is, but but basically like it, it said that it was the greatest superhero comic like ever, basically, and damn near lived up to it. Like it, at a certain point, it felt like like it was like commentary, like just like or like it was like irony. And then at a certain point in the book, it was like, God damn, I think like this might be like if it's not the, it's damn close. It's definitely top three. It's a good book. You should be reading it, Jay. So anyway. All I'm saying is I won't spoil anything for you, Jay, but there's some parallels there about the idea of like Superman could be like off somewhere else and like him and Lois aren't there anymore. But um yeah, it's it I like it it's it's a it's a different kind of Superman book. And it feels like John Kent is not ready to be Superman. Like <laughs> like in a in a lot yeah. of and you all tell me if you feel different, but I know for well, me, I, I was just like, like it, it, like this feels like it's a weird thing to be like, okay, I'm reading a Superman book, and it feels like the Superman like should have training wheels, but he doesn't, and he's like about to hit, you know, he's about to like go off into traffic. I, look, I felt the same way, but that's what I found was charming. Okay, like I want to see the fledgling guardian of, of the fucking planet because ultimately <laughs> the planetary threat like i that's why i didn't like like superman of metropolis what the fuck is dc superman supposed to guard the globe like i know he got the justice league but really the book stops at superman you know what i mean yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like that's why for me now it's like okay that's why they call it superman of metropolis because like well you can't guard the globe until you know uh invincible reference you can't guard the globe until um, you can guard Metropolis, you know. And yeah. even how the whole the whole thing played out, it's like, yeah, he's learning, and and I respect his candor, but <laughs> oh, dude, such a nerdy joke, and it's so perfect. I've been thinking about that all week, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But really, like, it's just like that made, even if it's like, oh, he's not doing what Superman's, like, he's not supposed to be doing what Superman's doing. He's learning to be Superman. Like, I didn't even know he was, like, evolved like a Pokemon, like Hex says in chat. But 
it's like he just all of a sudden he's old because of death metal. And it's like, you know, I listen to death metal my whole life. I, I still have the maturity of an eight-year-old. And I'm an old man, so I, maybe that's what happened to, to John Kent. But it, it, I really, like, enjoyed this book. And really, like, you know, talking about those nuances and storytelling and everything. Like, we've never, I've never been one to see DC to be the people that, to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I even when they do do it, it's like whatever. It's like yeah, on Vertigo, you know. I don't expect I them agree. to do it on the main thing. And then here, it's like okay, there's that, but also the execution of the book, the, the art itself. I'm like, dude, the art, people, the art is amazing. Like these three books that we're doing today, like you know, I'm never one to be like, wow, we got to do three DC books. But it's like I had just a good time enjoying all these books and. Um, you know the the art wise they're, they're all beautiful and we'll, we'll get to that but story yeah, yeah. story wise this john kent fledgling superman it's like to me this is the most interesting superman has been in like 40 years <laughs> yeah Jeez, wow so it, it's like this is this is like when you're giving me a superman for a new generation don't give me no this Zack snyder shit where he kills Give me the next generation, the kid. And it's like, it's something that you learn from, you know, we talked about Eric Larson earlier, and yeah. that's what he did. This is like the Eric Larson version of Superman. And that's why I like it. I, it's can, good. See, I can see that. Yeah, this is Malcolm Super, Malcolm Kent. Yeah, <laughs> instead of Malcolm, Malcolm Dragon. Kent, I love it. I, I, think at, I think at this point, they're on the second. Savage Dragon, I think, is now on the second Malcolm, like the grandkid. Yeah, yeah, I think you're yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. Well, so so Oz, I mean, you're you're a resident DC aficionado. What did you think of Superman and Metropolis? It was a uh, it was a little weird. I feel like they they depowered him a little bit. Like, I feel like he was more powerful before. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the art the art was great. I I like the idea. And we should also of, mention that there, there's technically three stories in this book. So yeah, we say the we, art we're not great. about them. Yeah, we're not into those. Say what? We're not gonna get into the other ones, are we? I mean, I mean, I think we I should think leave them. But, but I guess I, I just want. I'm I'm literally only bringing it up because when we say the art is great, we're talking about the Superman of Metropolis story, no. not necessarily the other two stories because the art is drastically different in all of the other stories. And I'm not saying they're bad necessarily, but I'm just saying well, like you can say they're bad. Well, no, no, I, but again, like, I'm not saying they're bad. What I am saying is the art in this story is a different, is different stylistically than the other two. And so just because you think the art is good, like if somebody's listening and they don't even realize that there's other stories in this book, I don't want them to think like we're talking about the art throughout the entire book versus the art in just that story, because the Superman and Metropolis story art, I think is exceptionally good. Right. So, well, I'm sorry. I, I I like the idea of a of a Superman like not necessarily failing. I mean, I guess he he does what he sets out to do, but mm-hmm. the way he does it like just does it like feels like a failure at the same time. I I, I like. Uh oh! Did you freeze? It's, uh, it's John Kent and not Kal El doing that because it would seem too out of character for Kal-El. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not too thrilled about the the costume design on John Kent. But overall, I 
I enjoyed the story. I want to see where it goes. I hear you. Okay. Uh, I love Supergirl's design too. Like, uh, yeah, well, speaking to the art, like I, I love John Kent's design too. It's different, and I I love her design as well. It made her look a little more mature. Like I can see why Larry would want to be like oh Superwoman with that design, but I can see why it's also girl. Well, be- wait before we get into all that, Jay, what did you think of this book? Oh, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Okay. Like cool seeing a new superman um yeah he's still learning which isn't a terrible thing like it's one way to make someone interesting is to have them learning mm-hmm. and uh yeah supergirl i like her too like they drew her a little differently like she looks a little older and a little smaller like taller and bigger, but smaller. And uh, Jay, Jay what? Look, listen, you sound like you're having a stroke. What? Do you, explain what you're talking about here. Man, she's woman, taller, TV. She's taller and bigger. Right, that's right. She's taller and bigger. Taller and bigger. They made her boobs smaller. Oh, okay. Well, then just say that, Jay. Don't like you know. Don't I don't be, want to be crass. Well, then listen. <laughs> you got to make a choice, Jay. You either go not be crass and not mention her boobs. Or you gonna be crass and mention her boobs? There's no in between. Oh, I tried to go in between. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what you And I think that was a good, like a cool choice, but it does make you think. Wait, I wait. Just for the record, you're saying smaller boobs was a cool choice? Yeah, why not? No, but it's, it's like. I'm not mad at it. I'm, just, I'm surprised. I feel like that's not on brand for Jay usually. Like, I feel like I'm not saying oh. that you're like, oh, I need the biggest boobs or anything, but I feel like you're like, well, if they had big boobs before, why would you make their boobs small now? Feels like a Jay statement. I can see where you're coming from, but I have like much more issue when they like try to pretend that they don't exist. Mm. Which they're, they're not doing here, they're just smaller. Got it. Hey, I'm not mad at that. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I will tell you this. I, I like. I will say this, and you know, we can talk more about this. But you know, I I wasn't as big of a fan of this story. Um, I will agree with you all in the sense that John Kent, as a fledgling Superman that's not quite ready for prime time, is interesting. That's true. But, you know, the idea of, like, and, I, you know, again, this might be something where I'm, like, I'm not as familiar with what's been happening in D.C. from a continuity perspective, even though I don't... None of us are. Right. But, but yeah, but I don't know that that necessarily factors into the story, but it might. I don't know. But I'm just, like, it feels strange to me that Kal-El would leave Metropolis like in the hands of Supergirl and a not necessarily ready for primetime John. No, Supergirl's ready. He would fully trust her. And also, you got to take into account that AT&T forced them to go handle that other shit. (laughs) Look, that's hilarious. 
even though I'm like, yeah, I mean, okay. I, I don't know. I mean, it just seems weird to me that, like, I don't know where, like, they don't necessarily tell us where Supergirl was when John had to handle this stuff on his own or chose to handle this on his own. And, you know, obviously, obviously she does come back. But it's like one of these things where it's kind of like, if he wasn't ready to be on his own, you would think Supergirl would think twice about just dipping out, you know, for 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 him to like handle stuff on his lonesome. And it's like, well, even Superman would would what would leave if there was like something around the world that he needed to do, right? He would leave knowing that he could yeah. get back. Well, but I get, and I feel that. But I guess what I'm saying is. It's one thing for like Superman to go and be like, okay, well, I'm gonna leave Kara here and know that, okay, well, Supergirl can handle this. It's another thing for him to be like so far removed and leave Metropolis like completely, not completely, but be like, okay, well, I'm leaving it to her. And then maybe she's like, okay, well, then I like John is like apprenticing under me. And then she leaves. And it's kind of like, well, my guy, like, who's watching Metropolis? John? Like, like it's not, she doesn't come back like, oh, like, I can't believe that you let this get like this. Like, you're better, like, you know, you're, you, like, you've demonstrated that you're better than this. What are you doing? She came back like, okay, listen, I came back and, you know, like, she was kind of like almost like, well, I understand that these things kind of happen sometimes, but it's like, dude, like you couldn't help us down for a little bit till I got back, you know? And I'm just like, well, where is Superman? Like, what is he doing? Like, well, don't worry about him. Just worry about Supergirl well, but, and John. But that's, but that's the thing where it's like, it's hard for me to be like, I don't worry about him because it's not like he can't do it. I don't like. I mean, he's left before. Like he's left different people in charge before. Yeah, but I don't. Like, I don't feel like betting on Kara and John is like a bet that he wouldn't take. Like I'm pretty sure he thinks that they could handle it. Okay, and I don't know. Like nothing. That, the like thing nothing is, is uh -huh. what Supergirl was doing was connected to Metropolis. Like she was actually, I forget exactly what she was doing, but. She basically thought that uh, someone was endangering Metropolis, and so she was going after all those like rogue satellites because to protect Metropolis. So she's like, "I'm gonna protect Metropolis here. You protect it down here, mm -hmm. and I'll be right back." Okay. Okay. And listen, I mean, and I guess I I see where you're coming from, and you you very well might be right. I guess it's just, it's weird because people kind of look to this kid as Superman, and it feels like he's so not ready for it. Well, he's been doing this for a while. Like, not right. like a while, a while, but... No, they say like a decade. Know him. Right. Well, so he's I'm like doing it with Kara. So the original Superman hasn't been in Metropolis for more than 10 years? Probably not. And it's just, it's weird to me. It's like, why? I feel like they got to do a better job of telling me why, like, where he I mean, is. You wanted him to stay there forever? It's not stay there forever. It's more like, 
That's what it sounds like. No, it, it's more like wherever he is, he can come back because he's Superman. He's that fast. No, it takes him a while. Like when he went to a. It depends on where he is. Fuck, I forgot what planet that was. But when he went and killed. Oh boy, that used to run the death matches. Um, yeah, I can't think of his name. But when he went to his planet to go kill him, like he was gone for a while, like for a few weeks. No, I mean, listen, I'm not saying he can't be away. I'm saying, where is he? You got to tell us. I don't think you need to. Like, if the story's not about him, then you don't okay. really need to know where he is or what he's doing. At it's that like, point, it feels like he's Superman, gone. It, at that point, it feels like Superman's abandoning Metropolis. No, he left it in the hands of Supergirl and Superman. But Supergirl is capable, but sometimes she has to handle some stuff that's outside of Metropolis because there's no, there's no Superman, apparently. And Superman, John Kent Superman, isn't ready. So I guess that's my thing. It's like, it feels to me like Clark Kent would be like, well, at least let me make sure that folks are like, like, like that they're they're at a place where I don't have to worry about it. And yeah, if, I guess if, we view if, Superman a little differently. If if there's if there's something bigger that Superman has to worry about, I'm not mad at that concept. But what is it? Like he and, might. There might not be anything. He might just be retired. See, but that, like that, that's okay with you. Yeah, Superman. At, at a certain point, nah. you gotta stop, or you'll go fucking nuts. Nah, nah it's see. like it's the reason why Batman doesn't realize he's Bruce Wayne. No, 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 no. He needs a break. No, and he won't take one, and so now he's like mentally just fucked. And that's and that's where you and I have to differ right here because it's like when you start comparing Batman to or or you start comparing Bruce Wayne to Clark Kent, it's like I'm not saying that like like Batman for all of his intelligence and amazing technology and his his fantastic skills. It's like Batman is still a human being. And so yeah, like at some at a certain point, Batman can't be Batman just because he's human. Superman doesn't suffer from that problem. Like, like maybe he, he gets from stress just the way Bruce Wayne does. No. No. He doesn't feel stress. I'm not saying well, he doesn't he handle he's Superman, so he handles stress a little differently. Yeah, he doesn't handle. Yeah, he doesn't. He, he doesn't suffer from stress in the way that Bruce Wayne does. He or might get stressed out, but what I'm saying is, is, like this fool has like a superhuman physiology, and and, and like a, a mentality that's completely different. Where it's just like, come on, man! It's like literally Superman goes and floats up in front of the sun, and is able to like regenerate his body. Completely, you know, and and it's not like oh he doesn't age at all. He does age, but it's like if you're talking about Superman being like, hey man, like you know what? I just need to take some time off. It's like that makes sense eventually, but we're not that far in the future, right? It's like 
Like sometimes you just need a vacay. Oh, look! All I'm saying is, it could literally be like two lines to tell us why Superman. What is so important that he can't be there? Him, him, and because did you did you finish Death Metal? I didn't finish Death Metal. Yeah, so read that. Hey, you think that's going to answer my question? I don't think so. No, but it's a good way to move into the the rating in the next book. <laughs> there it is. There it is. So you know, I will say this: I do like the costume designs as well. I I like Supergirls more than I like uh, John Kent, but they're very similar. And and it's weird to me a little bit that they're not. I'm not saying they need to be the same, but. Like the star of the book, they made his costume like a lot plainer. It, than... It's weird to have a Superman without a cape, especially since John Kent has had a cape before. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel that, and I definitely thought at first I thought that was what 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 it was, but I don't think it is the cape itself. I think it's more so the idea that it's like, like their costumes feel very alike, but. Her costume feels like more like it's the the super person costume. It's it also it feels like he's psychic costume. It's also weird to me the fact that they have a belt that doesn't do anything. Like it, it's not holding up their pants. It's not it's not like a utility belt. It's really just like there. I mean, her belt definitely doesn't do anything. I mean, his, his belt his, his belt technically could be holding up his pants. No, he's wearing a onesie. No, but he could be be like a Legionnaire's thing. Yeah, we don't know that that's a onesie. Yeah, we do. How do you know? The belt doesn't even go all the way around. It does. I don't think it does. Look at it. It it goes all the way around. No. Hers doesn't go all the way around. But, But his does. I mean, why did Jim Lee New Fifty Two Superman had a red belt and then he didn't have nothing holding up? Like it's the same thing. Like <laughs> I, I agree, that was weird too. But they explained that they like he doesn't need a belt even in OG Fifty Two. Like he never needs a real he never really needs a belt. But that yellow breaks up the colors and that it's yeah. strictly a design thing. It's one hundred percent a design thing. But like they've actually commented on that in we've well I don't know if we've asked I'm sure I have but I don't know about we but it's something that that has been commented on um, Facebook user said in chat says uh, any words on the spawn reboot that was a new story we didn't get to you have to um, like subscribe because there is some <laughs> potentially potential beef. That could happen from that, coming from the dude that played the original Spawn, talking shit about Tom McFarlane. I might do a one shot on it. I didn't even realize that Supergirl doesn't even have a belt. It's just the yeah, the belly button ring that's Mm -hmm. huge. (laughs) Yeah, it's all design, and that's what I say. It looks great. Like it just looks good. But 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 Superman and Metropolis, like John Kent's belt, is a belt. It literally goes all the way around. Well, we can agree to disagree. Uh, we can't. I'm not a, like you can look at the pictures and it goes all the way around. Like <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It's not 
look, that's nothing that I like. What five out of five? We all agree five out of five. All right, next, next book. So you, um, I mean, you want to talk about the other stories? I don't want to talk about the other stories in the book. I, if I pick up a book that says Superman of Metropolis, I want Superman of Metropolis. Yeah, but they're connected. Yeah. They are connected. Are they really? Like, I mean, they are. are they in Metropolis. Like, this is where Ethan... Guardian is directly dealing with the fact that they're in a glass bottle. Yeah, yeah. look. I, I know this is... We, we talked about uh, Van Skiver talking about, like, the, oh, they're going to reboot it to, like, 12 books or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember his actual words were uh, something along the lines of this. Which it translates to, um, that, yeah, they're, they're going to do, they're going to, like, downsize the books. And really what it, what happened is like they, they gave me a book with a bunch of stories I don't give a fuck about. Like I, I, this new Mr. Miracle, like eh, I'm not a Mr. Miracle fan, but I am like a New Gods fan, you know? So it's like I, I enjoy that. Yeah. And he was kind of interesting, you know, like if, if I actually saw a book um, about him. I would be like, okay, this is the new future state miracle man. Like he's got his own title. Look, I might buy it, but now they forced me to buy it because they raised the price of the Superman book. You know what I mean? And I, I, I don't like that. And uh, but his story was actually okay. <clears throat> I enjoyed his art. It was fine. By the but but I was already like, look, I wanted to read Superman of Metropolis, not this shit. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. And then by the time I get to the next guy, I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of. People working outside the law wearing permanent military gear. Like, <laughs> so I, that one, I just, I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm not reading this shit. Like, I don't give a fuck about who he is or what he stands for. Like, I'm sure he's doing good, but really, I don't give a fuck about him because he's not a superpower person in Metropolis. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I like the Guardian story. Um, yeah. It's basically Guardian is trying to help people. He runs into a Jimmy Olsen and uh, he basically, Jimmy disappears and there are fanatics who are out there trying to break the bottle, not knowing what will happen if they actually do manage to do it. And uh, it's, it's pretty good. Like it's actually really interesting. Uh, despite all the parallels to all the bullshit that's going on now. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, keeping in mind, of course, that this stuff was written before that all happened. So. Right. Yeah, but... but yeah. Look, it was written, look, it was written probably about a year ago. And the uh, death metal took a shit long time to finish. Yeah, like, you're right. I think the, the last issue came out, what, last week? For death metal? Yeah, the last issue did come out last week, but it was definitely written before that. <laughs> is that a sound effect? Or does somebody actually like drop I think it? Drop something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm like, well, I will say just, just really quick uh, the Mr. Miracle um, story, like the, the story itself, I thought was 
interesting. However, I was like, I you know, I don't know a lot about Mr. Miracle, and I kind of felt like this version of him was very much like Iron Man-ish. And I don't feel like Mr. Miracle is supposed to be that, but I could be wrong. I think the... Uh, do these are, do we consider these stories backups? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, I mean they're, they're, they feel like they're they're a full comic, so no, I can't. They're not really, a full comic. They're like, well, they're like four pages, like ten pages, and the other was like twelve. But but they're they're good. Like they're at least that's the uh, a testament to the the storytelling, in the sense that they feel full, but they're they're like literally half the size of a comic book. Most yeah. Of so these backups, the art isn't as good. Yeah, as, as the real as as the real book, uh, really, I only liked one of these backups, and that's from the uh, Batman book, the uh, the Katana story. Wait, that's not that's not in this book. Yeah, right. That's that's well. I'm yeah. trying to move on, but you guys keep bringing no, it back. We we gave we're, it. We're not finished with Superman. Oh God, DC is finished with Superman. I don't know why we're not. <laughs> Damn, that's. That's a whole friggin' thing what, right there. What I can't say about these uh, backups is that um, while the, the the Mr. Miracle one was cool, but the art, I, I enjoyed the art a lot, and the Guardian, I enjoyed the art. I didn't bother reading it, but I did enjoy the art all around. So uh, I just didn't like the fact that I can get Wonder Woman for $3, but I had to get Superman for 8 for stories I didn't want. Yeah, and the Wonder Woman Super, didn't have Superman. No, no, no. Superman wasn't eight dollars. Superman was eight. He bought the cover B. No, oh, the cardstock cover, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Like, I just went to the store and bought like what we needed to read for the show. Superman was six. Batman was eight. Oh, six, seven, whatever. Eight. Well, it's I mean, too much. It's too much. I paid four for Wonder Woman. And the thing is, you can actually pay what I paid if you go into our description and hit our affiliate link for Amazon. You can get all the books we talked about if we intrigued you enough. Uh, you know, it'll help us out because then we can afford other comics to talk shit about. And, uh, you know, so, yeah, do that. Click I, those I links. Feel, oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Click the links. Even though what, what I will say is... Uh, I feel as though Wonder Woman, at least when I went to the store, I felt like Wonder Woman was the most expensive one. No, see, I yeah. four dollars to me. That was like a regular price book. Yeah, yeah. And Wonder Woman just felt like less of a value. Really? Is that yeah. how you felt about it? Oh, I well, I mean, are we talking about Wonder Woman now? Or yeah. Wonder Wonder Woman? Woman. What should we rate Superman? We should rate Superman and then talk about Batman. So, what would you all rate? Superman and Metropolis. Why don't you go ahead, Jay? I would give it a four. Like I enjoyed it. Uh, the Superman story I really liked. I liked the story and the art and the characters. I wasn't feeling Mr. Miracle, but it was fine. And I liked the Guardian story. Like I thought that was really good. Okay. Okay, so you rated a four, you said? Four, yeah. Okay. Uh, Oz, what would you rate? Superman and Metropolis. Three and a half. I mean, the actual Superman story, I like. I like the art in that story, even though I have some issues. Like, they, some stuff's just weird. Like, the, the the thing with the mouths was weird to me. The The costume design is a little bit off. Uh, I agree with Mo. I don't like that they made me buy two other books, technically. 
like they, it, it was a higher price for for stuff I didn't really care about. Mm-hmm. So it it lost points for that. But yeah, three three and a half. I'm gonna read issue two and see where this goes. This whole the whole future state, like after reading books, it's just. It's confusing. When I saw Future State for for DC, I thought this was going to be the main universe future, but it's starting to feel like I'm reading Elseworlds. Yeah, yeah. And we'll we'll talk more about that as we read more of these books. Go ahead. What What did you think, Mo? What What would you rate uh, Superman and Metropolis? I would have given it five out of five, except that I had to buy other books with it, too. Like, I was hoping Skeever was right, even though I don't want him to be right about anything. And I'm sure, like, I mean, he was probably at the storming of the Capitol. Well, no, he wasn't. If you watch uh, Fraction of Forever, you'll realize that some people didn't go because they're fucking pussies. But um, John Schaefer's not a pussy. That's the one thing you can't say about it. But, yeah, I definitely... um, like, if you're going to, like, consolidate shit, why give me a bunch of extra books? Like, in case I might want them. Like, yeah, I would. Look, just give me. I'm in for New Gods, even when it's not good. <laughs> you know, like, I'll, t- I'll try it out. You know what I mean? So give me a Mr. Miracle, uh, a Mr. Miracle, Miracle for a new generation. Like, I'll try it out, you know? Um, but that maybe that's just me. I don't know. I would have given it a five out of five if it wasn't, you know, $8. For uh, two extra comics, I, I didn't want or care about. Yeah, give us a, a short story, one shot, for for four bucks, and give, that's where you put all these uh, half-assed stories. So, so what would you rate it? Now that it did do that, though, you told us well, what I you said would four. Give four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because I actually I really love the art. I really like I like the design of brain cells like that. That, that was really little crafty and like it's yeah, a yeah. former being with all consciousness and reaches out like I love that. And it was like a, a digital innovative take on a formless one from Lovecraft. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's what they were trying to go for. But for me, it hit that note in me. So I'm like, I'm in, and then this fledgling Superman dealing with that right off the bat on number one. <laughs> it's like, normally in any other time of DC reboot universe, like this would have been the, the sixth issue uh, of a book that I could have been, uh, yeah, okay, I, I might stick with it, but they did it right out the gate. Okay. I, you know, for me, I, like, I didn't like this particular book as much, so... You know, I think I would give it probably about a two and a half. Um, I, it just didn't do enough for me in regards to like the actual Superman story for it to like feel like it made sense as a Superman story. Um, John Kent as a character was interesting. I'll give it that. And I did like the, the art and the character designs. But at the end of the day, I don't know, the story didn't feel right to me. And, um, and yeah, for that reason, I give it a, a, a two and a half. It actually inspired me to write my own story called Jesus Christ the High School Year. <laughs> well, there it is. There it is. That that's uh, that's good for you, Mo. <laughs> so yeah, 
All right, cool. Let's talk about the next Batman. Uh, Oz, you want to sum this up for us? Uh, there's not a whole lot to sum up. It's a, it's a Batman of the future, mm-hmm. but not the far distant future because Luke Fox is in it, and like he he's been a Batman, right? He was Batwing. Yeah, he was- Right. Oh, Batwing. I'm sorry. Batwing. I'm sorry. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it, it's not too far off of the future. Uh, apparently, Bruce Wayne, something happened to him. He's gone. They they don't go too much into it, but it, it's a, they introduce you to a metropolis that, for some reason, has hired a private security force that has the authority to shoot on sight. Yeah. For for some reason, anybody wearing a mask, it it it's completely weird. Like I feel like they got some of the writers from Batwoman because I didn't know what the hell was happening in that show either. Uh, we when we first talked about this book and we had a discussion about Luke Fox taking over the the Batman mantle. Um, I was kind of against it, but Lawrence over there made a, a decent case for why he could be a Batman, and I was willing to to go with it. But turns out they DC took a left turn and just introduced a whole new character and made him Batman because the Batman of this story is Tim Fox, I believe is his name. No, no, I think you're you got it confused, like. Tim is the other Luke Fox brother. Right. It, Luke Fox is not Batman. It's Tim Fox. No, I don't think so. I think... I, I think well, I'm it, telling you, it's Tim Fox. It, they, they, try to, they try to imply that it might be Luke by him waking up late because, oh, he, he was up all night. It's not Luke Fox. That's a, that's a fake out. It's Tim Fox. No, the, the brother that's in the... In the hospital room, when Luke gets there, is Tim, right? Right, and that's that's the Batman. It's not oh. Luke; it's Tim. Oh, that's the Batman. I'm telling you, the Batman in this story is Tim Fox. They're trying to figure out like it's Luke, but it's oh, like, but they don't say it. But that's what is actually happening. You're saying right? Oh, that's they, they're still they're still. I mean, the only one book has, has come out. So there's there's a chance that I could be proven wrong, but I'm telling you, they they created Tim Fox and made him Batman, which totally like just blows out any argument that you made for Luke Fox. But but how does it blow out the argument if because your argument for Luke Fox was I mean he's been Batwing like he's trained he yeah 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 but but what I'm saying Tim Fox is is an ex con like with no like. With yeah, but, but just because if that ends up being the case, which you know you could be right, because I I'm I'm thinking about it now, and I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that's true. Like technically, they they have these thought bubbles or what or the the you know text that they put up there, and just because it's over Luke doesn't mean that it's him. It could be Tim, but they don't like. Like that doesn't mean that he's a better choice. That's just I, a decision they made. I think Luke Fox would be a better choice for Batman than right. Tim Fox. That's what I'm saying. So it's like if it turns out to be Tim, 
it's kind of like, well, why would it be Tim? It doesn't make sense for it to be Tim. But you could be right. You're right. Like, yeah. I mean, they don't they don't show any picture of like Luke Fox putting on like the costume. Right. It, it's setting that aside. Whichever one of them is Batman is a pretty good Batman. Like this, this felt like a Batman story. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. And and here's the thing: I don't, and maybe you can help me here, but I don't know how much you know about the Fox family. But I don't remember ever hearing anything about Tim Fox until this book. Oh no, I he's, was totally, he's, he's, totally created, he's totally created for this for this specifically. Okay, and what did you say, Mo? Yeah, I, I'm mad that Tiffany's not there. Tiffany Fox? Yeah. Who is Tiffany Fox? She's in the um the Telltale series. You're dumb. What, why? Well, why am I dumb? It's just as dumb as this. <laughs> you know what? You're right, Mo. My bad. Yeah. I'm not dumb. DC's dumb. I, you you're right. You look, I agree. DC's dumb. Wait, so damn. How many siblings were there in the Telltale series in the Fox family? None. It was just Tiffany. Oh, there's no son? There's no, no Luke? No Luke. There's just Lucius and Tiffany. Oh, Jesus. At least that's what they show you. They don't. That's the character that you deal with. But, okay. but Tiffany at some point transitions into Luke, I guess. <laughs> and no, that's she, she, well, no, no, she transitions into Lucius. Oh, she's like she's the the go to. Luscious is how she prefers. He prefers. All, all I'm saying is, you know, like obviously in the DC universe, they introduce Lucius Fox's son at a certain point. You know, we knew Lucius Fox existed. We didn't know he had a son up until a certain point. So we got Lucius. I mean, I'm sorry. We got uh, what's this? Luke. We got Luke. Then, I I feel like before this, I think I do remember them mentioning that he had a sister, but I could be wrong about that. I don't remember them mentioning he had another brother. And I remember and when I was reading this, I was just like, who's this guy? You know, I, like, I don't remember anything ever talking about a Tim Fox. And, so, and that's, that's where kind of like all goes to um, being a, a, an Elseworlds feel. Because they just do things here that are just like an alternate reality, you know. And it's because of death metal. We never read death metal, so we don't. Know. I read half of it, but yeah, but read all of it. yeah. So because they do make a point to say that because of death metal, this is this uh, an alternate, you know, a, a, a mirror projection of what could have been. Yeah. Well, I mean, the idea, though, is like the reason why they think they're saying that, and I don't know this for a fact, and I don't know if you've finished it all yet, Oz, or not, but I do. I read enough death metal to know that there were like there were only a, like a handful, like half a dozen alternate realities. And that was the whole thing with death metal was like, you know, they were destroying the other realities and using like their energy to like power themselves. And then they kept a few to be like batteries or whatever. It, 
it's something that at some point we need to go into depth into more depth with depth. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, the the TLDR mm-hmm. is at the end of the event, a new multiverse is created. Right. And what I what I was led to believe as the uh, the big deal with the new multiverse is that now everything that has ever happened, like everything pre and post every other crisis, mm-hmm. the characters now remember. So they remember the universe before a crisis and after the crisis. Every every event they remember, and every event is now canon. Mm. And I, that was supposed to be the the big deal with death metal, Got and it. then these the they call it future state, and I keep saying it, it made me feel like this is the future of the main universe. Mm-hmm. But you have to read uh, Death Metal Seven, where it's kind of you see some of the images you see in these books mm-hmm. in that book presented as kind of else worlds or other dimensions mm-hmm. it's difficult for me to explain it's something you kind of have to read gotcha. more than once because you're not going to understand them in the first read right right i i, look, I, I hate to say that but it, you have to like really take your time and try to figure out what the hell dc is trying to do absolutely and that that's that's the compute that's the most confusing thing is calling this future state implies that it's the main universe future and what what's to come right but it's, I, everything i read feels like an elseworld story so far right right i hear you okay well listen going back to the next batman um what do you all like they have the uh the friggin the Bane gang in here. What are they called? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing where, like, this series, like, it looked great, but the actual story wasn't all that compelling to me. And that Bane gang, I didn't give a fuck about. Yeah. So it's like, to me, it was like a watered-down version of Batman Beyond. Like, it was like they remade Batman Beyond, but Ridley Scott didn't do it. Yeah, or or even like the dark, the the Legends of the Dark Knight or whatever. Yeah, I I think that's a good way to to say it because yeah, they don't explain what happened to Bruce Wayne. I expect him to be here till he's an old man. Yeah, exactly. And training Batman Beyond, and which which was the same issue I had with the Superman, where I'm like, where did Bruce Wayne go? Like, it's not like he's gonna just abandon Gotham. But that's the thing. If the story is about a guy being left with this responsibility and like the journey, <clears throat> the journey is uh, him getting to the point of becoming Superman, and it's great. But this Batman just feels like it's like, okay, it's something we've seen before, but it's just like a toned down version of it that doesn't feel so fantastical. Want, they want to make it feel grounded, so they make it, but it, it's just like a rip off of it done poorly. Well, I mean, I'll say this: it's like the problem I personally have with it is like the character knows what happens to Bruce Wayne based on how he talks about things. 
he knows what happened and doesn't go into it. And, you know, I can understand from a character perspective why he might be like, oh, okay, I don't need to think about that. But from the perspective of, like, us as as an audience, we're kind of like, well, what what's the deal? And, you know, it's kind of like, I mean, I guess you're like, okay, it's like a little bit of a tease. And so I, I can give it that for at least another issue or so. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, but no, but seriously, like, what? Where's where's Bruce Wayne? Like, it's not that I need him in the book. It's more like, just let us know why he's not in Gotham anymore, so that we can like not wonder. Now, as far as like the actual execution of this book goes, it's like I do agree with you, Moses. It is grounded, but I think I well, not think I know. I also agree with you, Oz, in the sense that you know the Batman is a good Batman. Like this, the way he, like between. The story they told and the art, like the art style, it felt very much like a Batman Year One kind of thing to me, which is not a bad thing. I mean, Batman Year One is amazing, and it's interesting the idea. Like, it it could be coincidental or it could be something where, you know, it, I, but it would not surprise me if it was like intentional for them to kind of be like, okay, we want this book to have a Batman Year One kind of feel to it to a degree. But at the same time, I do agree with you again too, Mo, where it's like Bane Litos, like, I don't know, it feel it doesn't feel like it's definitely not like the Joker game. You know what I mean? It, it's like it does feel like a, a watered down version of that, or it's definitely not like the mutants, you know? So it's kinda like Yeah, it, it's it's unfortunate because it doesn't quite hit the mark as far as like, you know, antagonists go. And then also too, you have the whole thing like, like you mentioned Oz with, like the, uh, you know, privatized paramilitary company running the streets, and it's like they don't quite talk about like why that happened, and they don't talk about why masks are outlawed, and if you're wearing a mask, it's okay to like shoot to kill. It's like all that are all interesting plot points that probably should have been in the story, but were not. Honestly, it feels like the like some of the writers at DC watched the first season of, of Batwoman and said, "Look, let, let us show you how you were supposed to do it," <laughs> because everything in there is is the Batwoman TV show. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. E- even even including the par- like the paramilitary. Security mm-hmm. group, like I don't know what GCPD is doing, but they're right. not exactly. Yeah, Jay, what'd you think? Oh, I, I love this book. Um, oh, okay, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I don't need. A, I don't have the tethers you guys have. Like, I don't need to know where Bruce Wayne is. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not about him. It's about the next Batman. Got it. Like. They mentioned that the city was taken over by the paramilitary, so of course they would disband the police. That's just common sense. Well, technically, oh, wow. you don't disband the police, though. Because you have a... What's-her-name is out there investigating and trying to fix stuff. Oh, the, the cop they mentioned, yeah. Yeah. So it's like... I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just enjoying the ride. Like, I don't... Yeah, I don't need to know where Bruce Wayne is. Just like I kind of don't need to know where Superman is. Yeah. Like, 
for me, it's just who the story's about. It's about this guy. Like, I don't need to say, like, oh, well, if Bruce Wayne's not here, why is he here? Like, right. yeah, I'm not, I'm not hung up on that. Okay. And well, so that without that, I actually had a pretty good time. Like, there's something to me about, like, he's basically going around, around taking people's masks off mm-hmm. and trying to get them to, like, be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, do violence. <laughs> and I, don't, I, I like it. Like, he's soft and hard at the same time. I, I, I like, feel that. There's at one point where he, like, takes off a kid's mask and then, like, throws him to the ground and, like, hey, uh, I just saved you. Now do something with your life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I like it. Like, I like this Batman. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like if I'm that kid, I'm like, well, fuck you. You saved me. I didn't. I didn't ask for you to save me. <laughs> like I'll do whatever yeah, I want. No, that, he wasn't the asshole one. He, that makes you a bad person. Other one. Right. <laughs> like, there are two of them. Like there's the asshole kid, which that's the part you're playing. And I think he <laughs> did say that. And then there's the brother, who's like didn't want to want to get into the mess in the first place. And he's getting thrown and being told to, like, hey, do something with your life. Like, I think he's going to take that to heart. Like, I think that that Batman doesn't have... brother, or he might not. But I think he's going to be okay. That Batman has not achieved enough in his life to tell me what to do with my life. You don't know who that Batman is. You thought that Batman was... Jim Fox. was actually Tim. Yeah, look, either way, neither of them had done enough. You don't know what Tim yeah. Fox has done. Like, just I know he's been in prison for several years. I know Larry. Larry had an issue. Like we had a whole forty-five minutes because it, it shouldn't be Luke. Like it should be Nightwing. That that was my point at the at the beginning. Is look, Lawrence made a compelling argument for Luke, and turns out DC is like, nope, not that either. <laughs> so, so yeah, I like it. Jay, I know the answer to this question from you, but Moses and Oz, I'm curious. Do you all want to talk about these backup stories for in this book? I didn't bother with them. Okay, so you didn't you didn't read it at all, Mo? Mm-mm, no, I, I was mad that I paid for them after reading the Superman one. So and, like, and this and this book was like eight bucks. Like the yeah the the, the non like the non card stock cover was eight bucks. I mm-hmm. think the card stock one was nine. And I was just like, yeah. dude, that's crazy. Well, the problem is digitally it costs that much. It like and you all know, like from day one, I've always said that digital comics should not cost the same as print comics. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. Well, here's the thing if they pay the artist the same per book sold, I'm good with it. But uh, that turns out that might not be the case. Nah. But we didn't get to that news. The the katana uh backup story and, and that's that's like the one story that I enjoyed out of all of them. <laughs> what do you say? Out of all of them, you mean like out of all the backup stories in Superman and in Batman? Yeah, because the Wonder Woman didn't have any. Um, right. <laughs> I understand that Black Lightning has become a being of energy in, in that story, but to represent him as actual black lightning was a little bit like too on the nose 
like it just i don't know i i got a weird feeling when when that like yeah i don't know it it, it was weird even though but i, I actually, actually like that represented as black lightning what i said but he's not actually represented as black lightning like there's yes, a he point is. where he's I mean, represented yeah. as a bolt of lightning and is black well there's a bolt of lightning that is black but then when he's the actual person, he's white. Right. I, I, so, I don't understand why we're disagreeing. If I could throw in just a quick little nitpick. Um, it's an outsider story, not Katana. Like, Katana's in it. <laughs> but, that is a nitpick, but I feel where you're coming from, Jay. You're right. You're right, Jay. You're right. It's and, a and crappy, that, it's a good is a good katana story. It's a crappy outsider story. Is well, in the context, in the context of future state, I would disagree with you. Yeah, no, I think I think Jay's right. Like they're literally the outsiders. Like they're outside of Gotham, mm-hmm. which is why. Which is part of the conflict where the paramilitaries are like, or you have do like is transporting people out of Gotham, mm-hmm. and when the paramilitary group comes, like Katana stops them at the border and says, "Hey, we're outside your jurisdiction. Like, right. you stay there, or else I'm gonna kill you." Right. Even though my husband doesn't want me to. Right. Well, yeah, because then the sword absorbs the souls, and he's got to share the space with them. <laughs> I need no more roommates. <laughs> I do want to say there is a panel in this uh, uh, outsider story that I love. Which one? It is the one where it's basically like five panels, mm-hmm. where it's uh, almost. It reminds me of Kung Fu. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That joint is amazing. You, you are, you are correct. It's, it's more than five panels, but it is amazing. You're right. Relax, Larry. No, no, I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, there it is. He comes yeah. down and goes from one end to the other, down the stairs, through the way. Like, it's just awesome. And then she goes and like just bursts through the floor instead of doing. Yeah. Like. It, it's very cool. Like I love how they did that. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually made my day a little brighter. <laughs> it's a, a little weird that they turned the katana into a lightsaber, but yeah. I, Why I is it a lightsaber? Look at it. It's, it's a fucking lightsaber at this point. A glowing sword isn't the same as a lightsaber, right? I mean, it's, it's a saber and it shines a light. Like friggin' not a saber though. Friggin' friggin' he he friggin' he man's sword glows. Does that make it a lightsaber? Yes. No. I I, I agree with you. <laughs> well, hey, you you two can be wrong together. That's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But but here's here here's and here's something that for me I was kind of like, like you 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 brought up black lightning. And it, it's one of these things where it's like, okay, I, I mean, I see what you're saying, because there is actually an actual, like, 
crackling of black lightning that comes down. But when black lightning manifests as like an actual individual, he's actually like all energy and he's like basically all white. And I can't say that it wasn't like I didn't take notice of the idea that it's like, okay, I was already like a little bit like, okay, you have the next Batman, right? And the next Batman's a black dude. But you cover up his face, right? And it's just like, okay, well, hey, I mean, it's a character design. It is what it is. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, there's been multiple Batmans. And it's like, yeah, sure. Like, technically, I guess, at a certain point when you have a Jean-Paul Valley as Batman, he decides to cover up his face. But he starts off, like, not covering up his face, too. Mm-hmm. But this black Batman, his face is like all covered, so you don't know that he's black. Like, there's no well, here, Larry, you got to take into account, like, if you see that jawline and it's a white jawline, how do you think law enforcement is going to deal with it as opposed to a black jawline? No, you I know? mean, so no, either I, way, he's wearing a mask to shoot on sight. No, but the cowl. Well, no, but look, 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 they didn't shoot on sight when they were taking over the Capitol. I, look, I, yeah. all, I'm saying, all I'm saying is that it's one of these things where it's more like, I'm not thinking about it so much from the idea of like inside of the story as much as more so like the marketing of it outside in the real world where it's like, okay, uh, we got this black Batman, but there's no part of you that can know that guy is black if you didn't read a, a news article. You know what I mean? And then you have like the black lightning in this story. And of course, black lightning is another black superhero, but conveniently you can't tell that he's black either. Now, well, with, with are, Batman, are you mad he got trying... turned into lightning because I know you hate when black people get turned into other things. <laughs> no, I'm not even talking about that at all. But that, that, like, yeah, he is like an energy-ish kind of being. But what were you saying, Oz? Um, the, the covering him up part. I think if Bruce Wayne has suddenly disappeared. And you want to create the illusion that Batman is still around, then you would not want people to like look at him and be, hey, that guy looks different than the original Batman I remember. So I that think- that makes a little sense, a little bit more sense. And marketing wise, I think they thought it was going to be a big reveal when we find out who Batman is. And that could be so, because Lord like knows it doesn't exist. Future state or 5G or whatever you want to call it has gone through all types of iterations. And so it would not surprise me if that was the case. But but I guess what I'm saying is like them knowing that the Batman is a different guy is like, okay, I, I can I, I get where you're coming from where it's like it makes sense. But at the same time, it's like when when uh Dick Grayson was Batman. You know, he wore the same costume, but people were still able to tell that it was a different person just because of how he acted. Only like some people, people that that studied characters. Wait, say what? So only named characters could do that. I mean, why are we talking about unnamed characters? Like, why are they? Look, look, Grayson had to, to keep up the act, Grayson had to adapt to fighting with a cape because don't forget, Nightwing does not wear a cape. So he had to he had to adapt to that, and really like somebody it, I believe it was Two Face, like studied film 
uh, of whatever they they could find on him, and he's the one that actually noticed. Hey, I'm I, this guy's smiling a little yeah, yeah. too much. Yeah, and put two and two together, but it's not like everybody. Like everybody just knew, hey, there's a white guy. There's a white guy in a bat costume. That's what I'm used to. Not mo- mo- you know, Deathstroke figured it out because he's like a fighting specialist, and Riddler figured it out because he's a super genius. I'm just saying, like Deathstroke, Two Face, Riddler is friggin' three people that you all thought of off the top of your head. And I'm saying, like, I don't even know if any of all of us are reading Batman like that, like. Dude, I, I love Riddler. Like that's what got me back into Batman. Was is what? when Riddler was doing his detective agency. Okay, but I guess what I'm saying is, what what I'm saying is, is that off the top of our head, we could come up with three people. Well, you two came up with three people that figured it out. There's probably more people than that that figured it out. But and and um, oh, go ahead, Larry. Sorry, and I, I, I'm just saying that it's like. Being a white guy in the costume isn't enough. So it's kind of like, you know, I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. You're like, oh, well, you're trying to keep up the pretense that it's the same guy. But just as many people might be like, well, Batman doesn't cover up his chin. You know? And look, even that- when he had a mustache in Dark Knight Returns, he did. <laughs> and it's like, he's got facial hair that defines him and he didn't. But that's so- the beauty of being a white man in America, though. They're not going to shoot on sight. You got to hide the black skin. Uh, uh, Hush knew. I'm sure there are multiple people that knew. How many many of those people that you mentioned that knew would rate this a five out of five? (laughs) That's fair. Uh, Hold on. We Wait, do you all want to mention anything real quick before we rate it about uh, Arkham Knights story? No. Yes. Arkham Knight. I didn't know is, it existed. Right. Arkham Knights is what happens when, like, it's kind of a different take on the Suicide Squad, like a, yeah. a better take. Well, not better, but, but I feel it's more interesting. It's I, like, I feel that. Instead of, like, blackmailing people, like, these are just escapees brought together and uh, led by, I can't remember her first name, Arkham, in order to just try and make things better. Yeah. And they're hanging out at the Wayne Manor, and she's got a plan where she's going to be public, fighting the power, and uh, being as visible as possible to try and get the people to rally behind her. And it's pretty cool. And a, a kind of interesting team, although yeah. they don't do a lot with them yeah. in this particular book. But it's her, Zaz, Clayface, Humpty Dumpty, and I, I forget the skeleton's name, and Killer Croc. Doc, Dr. Phosphorus, I think is his name. And, right. And you forgot to mention Two Face. I, I did forget Two Face. And yeah, it, it's interesting. Like it it's it doesn't feel like it's one of those teams where it doesn't feel like there's any real cohesion. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't know. It kind of lends it credence a little bit to me. <laughs> so yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Like, and I like her. Like she's weird and stiff and a little awkward, mm-hmm. but she's driven and purpose filled. Yeah, it's, kind of like her. it's one of the Arkham kids. And she's like, I think she's actually a psychologist, right? Or it seems I like believe she is. Yeah, it seems like it. and it's almost like she's like, like part team leader, part like therapist for this crew, which is it's almost like an anti Amanda Waller take, right? Where it's like you know, like Amanda Waller is like just using these people as cannon fodder, and she's like, listen, like I can take these people and try to help them and rally them behind uh, a unified goal. And between me trying to help them and them having purpose, like they'll be healed. And I'm like that. Yeah, that's, it is kind of crazy. It it is different though. Like it is a different take on like the same kind of suicide squadish kind of theme. And it's cool. Like I would, I would definitely want to see a little bit more of this. Right. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, so okay, the next Batman, um, Moses, what would you rate the next Batman? Uh, I'll do a three and a half. I love the art. Um, I think I love the story, like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm it's the new generation that they, they it did between these three books that we read, the Trinity one. Um, I feel like they they're these are kind of made for a new generation, but they're done in an interesting way for better or worse, and uh, I'm okay with it, you know um especially in comics because you know everything's gonna go back to normal anyway yeah <laughs> but, <laughs> That's but it, you know it, this is the more interesting way of doing it like I would have rather had this instead of uh the the new fifty two you know, I like how Flashpoint really? did it, but not New Fifty Two. Like this, this is way better. Convergence, oh. this is way better. Like this is a, a like I love the Spider Man, the, the Superman one. I love the Batman one. Why I didn't love it, I can enjoy it, and I can see like a Justice League with these three characters at it, mm-hmm. with other like the the kind of shit we see in these backups. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, this might this could get interesting. You know. They're similar to what we've seen, but they're very different too. Yeah, and, uh, personality-wise, not even like yeah. just story-wise. Like story-wise, like yeah. we talk about, like I said that you know, critical from a critical perspective, I was like, oh, this is like, like beyond redone beyond, but not good. But really, like the character has personality, and they're showing him, showing you his personality in an interesting way, where you don't know who he is outside of the costume. And I think that's something that is almost unique to Bruce Wayne, where it's like Bruce is Batman and Bruce is the facade. And then here it's like, well, we're not showing you who he is outside yet. Yeah. You know? And, and I think that that's a winning combo. So even if I didn't like the book that much, I want to see it prosper and I want to see more of it. So it, it'd be three and a half for, for this Batman one for me. That's fair. See, it's interesting though that you bring up the New 52 because I kind of had some thoughts on that too. And it, especially like in regards to the Superman of Metropolis, because I feel like the Superman of Metropolis is almost similar to 
the new 52 Superman, like the jeans Superman. Yeah. But, but the jeans Superman made more sense to me. But the story wasn't as interesting for that jeans Superman as this guy. I see. I don't know. I mean, yes and no. Like, don't get me wrong. There's some aspects of this story that are more interesting. But I feel like there's some aspects of that story that are more interesting, too. And then at the same time, it's kind of like the reason why that Superman was the way he was makes more sense to me. Like, you have, like, it, like basically... Well, it was still Clark. Huh? It was still Clark. It was Clark, but Clark, like, you know, in a different setting. Like, it's I Clark think... without the, the parental mm-hmm. kind of uh, guidance. Yeah. So he's like out in the world trying to make his way with all these powers, and so it makes sense. Yeah, but he, he's like, yeah. He but here, but John, John is different than fledgling Clark, and he's fledgling John, and he's like part human, part Kryptonian. Yeah, uh, but, he's got big shoes to fill. Clark had no shoes to fill. Well, well, but that, and I think that's the whole thing where it's like New Fifty Two Clark can't acting out makes sense and like you know kind of like messing up because he's like trying to figure it out on his own makes more sense to me versus John which like John has all of the mentorship he could ever want he has Superman he has Lois he has Kara he's got the he's got he's got the the Justice League it's like and the Legion of Superheroes it's like come on man like why you don't know what it's like to raise children why doesn't he know what to do? Like, it's not like he's got all the he's a, he's I love how Moses told me, I don't know what it's like to raise children. Like, he has, like, a litter. <laughs> I, I do. Yeah, no, but, like, I, you know, I, I, we, I literally had a problem with my nephew and his car insurance, and my brother was complaining to me. I didn't realize his car insurance was like this. I was like, well, you should have asked his real father, me. I, th- I advised him to get that car insurance. Like, I know what it's like to get these kids doing, you know, and my clients too. Like I, I've I've cut their hair since they were like five, and now they're graduating high school, it, where they don't get to walk the stage. And it's like I've been guiding them through it. Like kids are going to do what they're going to do, and even the Bible, Larry. Like you guys believe in that bullshit, the Bible. But it's like you you set the kid on the path, but the kid is going to do what he's going to do. But you give him the path, you know, you yeah. put him on the path, and he's going to walk the path the way he's going to walk it. So and that's that's the beauty of John Kent. Okay. Wow. So says the Book of Moses. I guess I don't it, know. It, it sounds like Mo like really wants to read Future State Justice League because it's got all three. Yeah, I I think Future just yeah, yeah. I I think that's gonna be interesting. Like I already give it a five out of five. <laughs> like it, as much as I didn't like the Batman book, I did like that Batman. <laughs> so it's okay. like yeah. yeah. Uh. Jay, what would you give the next Batman? Um, another four out of five. Mm-hmm. I I really liked the book. I really liked all the stories. The art was good. Um, yeah, the Arkham Knights were interesting. Mm-hmm. Outsiders were interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird that they're not going to get continued in the next book. But I think they're just going to tell a different backstory in issue two. And right. I'll be back in issue three. But it's still weird. You're not gonna oh you're not gonna buy or you're not gonna read two? No I am I'm gonna oh. read two. I'm loving so far I'm loving future gotcha. Like I'm all in. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Me too. Oz, the next Batman. Uh, three and a half. I mean, the the Batman story itself. I like the story. I like the art. I I want to keep reading that. I don't like that they're making me pay for these other stories. Like I feel like between the stories in this book and in the uh, Superman book, you could have had a Tales of the Future State book. Uh, I, I, I might have bought that actually, yeah. and, and just to to see what's going on. I don't like the, expectation. Yeah, I don't like a, a backstory in a book that's more than like four or five pages. Yeah, this this book is an expensive book too. I had, I remember buying it and being like, wait, eight dollars? And then when I told you, like I said, the cardstock one was a a buck extra, which you know the card the actual cardstock is probably worth ten cents. But they charge you a buck for it. And I'm just like, you don't know on. what it is. It's ten cents. It could be archival cotton from Marsh. It's ten cents. <laughs> so, but yeah, I hear that. As as far as I'm concerned, the next Batman, I give it a three. Um, it's not a bad book. I, honestly, every story in here I enjoyed. Um, but there were definitely some things where I'm just like. It, it it's good. It's not great. And it's, it's not a bad book, but it's not an eight dollar book. It is definitely not an eight dollar book. But even if this book was regular price, I think at the end of the day, I would just kind of be like, it's it's a good book, but it's not a great book, especially for like a number one and like launching like you know what what potentially might be a new like Batman kind of franchise. Like the story I enjoyed the most out of these these uh, three stories was the Outsiders one. And for it to be a Batman book, it's weird. Like, I didn't, like I said, I didn't not enjoy any of them, but they're all, all okay. And the Outsiders one is the one that, in in my opinion, stood out because I felt like Katana as a character was interesting. And so, you know, but yeah, at the end of the day, it was just like, it's all right. And so I'm going to give it a three. Let's talk about Future State Wonder Woman. Mo, can you give us a synopsis for this bad boy? She's hot as fuck. <laughs> Listen, wait, I will say that you're wrong for saying that, and I will also say I 100% agree. <laughs> like, she's, Bra- she's Brazilian. Like, that's oh, some of the hottest women. Oh, like, no, but the thing is, here, here's the actual synopsis. Look, she, she destroys a Hydra to take this horn and like just the cover itself like the font the font for wonder woman is good yeah. like they they understate the future state you know and it's just wonder woman it just looks like a good um yeah. what's his name not Camus, the other guy the, the chat noir uh painting guy like it just looks like one of his paintings on the cover we're talking about but i agree with that. wait is that how you pronounce that chat noir yeah yeah Oh, that's interesting. I don't know what we're talking because I only seen it spelled, so it's spelled like cat. It's spelled like cat. Chat. Chat. So I call it chat because I'm American and noir because I pretentious. So (laughs) chat noir. Um. But uh, but yeah, like there's that aspect of the Wonder Woman, but the story itself is her in the Amazon rainforest, and it it just talks about these Zeus mating with, like, an Amazon god. And, uh, 
from that that mythology and she's fighting a rogue hydra in a terrain she's not supposed to but she just wants to get the horn to bring her friend from Hades, which is like this is what wonder woman 84 should have been yeah like i said that when we did our our wonderful wonder woman with you um you know well, back why did you say it? why did you say it like that like did, did that happen during the show no but that's what the title is on our podcast yeah, I look. That's what I was trying to figure out. I was like, "Why is that the title?" <laughs> yeah, just for alliteration purposes. Hilarious, got it. Yeah, but but the art is beautiful on this one, and this is where it's like, man, I'm all in on Future State because they're putting, like, even that hell to pay right there that you're looking at on our screen, like, they they painted it or drew it or colored it, whatever. I don't know how if it's done digital, but they did the focus. The focal point is her. And yeah. the, the character in the foreground is out of focus. That's some photography technique that they actually mm -hmm. took the care to do that on the opening splash page. Mm -hmm. And it, it just it's just done really well. I love the design of Wonder Woman, like that armor. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like the 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 one kini or whatever. Like I don't know what they call them. Um, but it, it's like the bodysuit, but it still the looks like piece. armor. Like it's a one piece, but it still looks like armor. Yeah, and yeah, I agree. It's like you couldn't have a better design for Wonder Woman. Like I would have rather seen that than the chicken suit. Definitely. The, the only the only part about the design that I'm not as keen on is I feel like under the shoulder pads, her arms could have been out. But at the same time, like, I'm not mad at it. Like, I, I think what I don't like is the multicolor on the arms. Like, I feel like the arms maybe should have been all blue or maybe all red. But I, I think ultimately them being bare from the shoulder to the wrist gauntlet or the the arm gauntlet would have been cool, but it, it's a it's great design either way. Like I can't, there's no point in the in the in the book where I was like, oh, I don't like it. It was just like I feel like it should be that, and I will. I would have loved. I'm sure there was a design that way at some point, but dude, Joelle Jones, man, like this chick is amazing. She's an artist or a writer. Both. both. Oh, oh, she did both. Oh, she wow. Both. I'm, I'm impressed, right. dude. Um, and so, and you know, yeah. well, let me get, let me finish the synopsis. So, in she in her killing the and slaying the Hydra, the rogue Hydra, um, she's encountered by one of the trickster gods that, that are. It, it's not the gods you're used to. This is Brazilian uh, paganism. That I don't know what their their indigenous people are called, but. She's like, you can't do this. And then they have the they give you a little tidbit of their interaction. Like they know each other. <laughs> they mm -hmm. encroach each other on previous adventures that we've never seen. <laughs> because mm -hmm. you know, and, and I love that. Like I love coming, you know, usually I they, they give you an issue zero or an issue one where you don't know what's going on. Here you don't know what's going on, but through you, you don't you know enough to know what their dynamics gonna be moving forward right. in the next couple pages. So it's right. done masterfully. I and uh, I actually feel that about these three books all around in Future State. Um, so, which is why I, I'm in on Future State. Make mine DC. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I look, I'm glad they got rid of Dan Didio, even though he hasn't, you know, especially because he hasn't accepted my Facebook friend request. But Dan, 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 look, I don't think, I think all this would have happened. Even more so if Dan was there, like Dan. Yeah, was all just, like you know, it just would have been George Perez drawing this Wonder Woman. Oh, I don't know if that's true, but you might be right. 
<laughs> like, you can't be mad at me for saying that. I can't. I can't. <laughs> but um, but yeah, and it just it just moves forward. She they, even the way they they handle purgatory in this multi um, multi belief system uh, transition period to the world of the dead is done really well, and it just the art in it, the design on that goddess, that trickster goddess, is done really well with the warthog and how it plays out. Like the story. When it said to be continued, I'm like, wait, there's no backup. Like, right, right. I need to read more of this book. <laughs> like, even if it was something tying into it ancillarily, right. like uh, 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 a katana or a uh, Mr. Miracle or Spartan or whatever the fuck they called them in this, he just looks like the guy from <laughs> from fucking Arrowverse to me. So yeah. Um. But yeah, the design, I, I love it. And like, you know what? I'm glad Wonder Woman 84 was a piece of shit. They can just go to this one. <laughs> like, just jump, jump to the Brazilian one. Look, Oz, what did you think? <sighs> I feel like I need to start by saying that Joel Jones, as both a writer and an artist, is amazing in this book. Okay. Uh, I I'm all in on Yara Floor uh, as Wonder Woman. I am actually in three battles right now with with other people trying to buy uh, art of this character. Okay. So I, I, I'm in. Uh, I'm in. Okay. I'm in on this character. I have problems with this book. What are your problems? My my my. Problem with this book is it's sold as a, a Wonder Woman number one, and but they never explain to you that Yara Floor necessarily is the Wonder Woman. the 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 opening narration talks about how uh, you know people show up when they're needed and in whatever the case of the story that this opens up with wonder woman showed up when she had to but they don't tell you this character is wonder woman and then in this story this character is on a mission to save her amazonian sister who is trapped in hell and like picking this book up as someone like I know that Yarrow Floor is supposed to be Future State Wonder Woman because of the stories that I've read. Like, we've had these discussions on this show. Doing this show is the reason I know this character. Somebody just picking up a book randomly at a comic book shop uh-huh. would, like, that's how I try to read it. I think that somebody picking this book up would feel like Yarrow Floor is on a mission to free the real Wonder Woman from whatever uh, prison she's in, in in hell somewhere. No, no, I can see that. I can see that. So I think in that aspect, it kind of failed because this is supposed to be Wonder Woman, but the the whole, everything about this book makes me feel like this, this character is a new character on a mission to save Wonder Woman. And then at some point I'm going to get the real Wonder Woman. I, I don't know if, if you guys got that. Like, I'm telling you, it, it's a good story. I like the story. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah. the art. I like the character. I, I'm in a I'm in a bidding war with three people to buy art for this character. 
but the the way this book was done, I don't it didn't make me feel like this is the Wonder Woman yeah, of, yeah. The, of the of the DC universe. No, and I, that's I, that's my only issue with this book. I can feel. No, I will say. Oh, go ahead, Jay. I will say, being a Wonder Girl fan, I know that the title of Wonder Woman will not stay with Diana. Like, yeah, like it's it's not gonna stay with her. So seeing someone new as Wonder Woman didn't really throw me. I, I, you know, I know for me, like, I, I feel where Oz is coming from in the sense that not so much that it's like, oh, how could somebody else be Wonder Woman as much as the way that it's written, it, you could interpret it as Wonder Woman being the person that she's going into hell to go release. Right. It, it's not even it's not even the issue of. Diana Prince being like the the Wonder Woman, and that's 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 like you could have thrown in Nubia as, as the Wonder Woman. That's not the point. The point is this book does not take the time to tell me that Yara Floor is Wonder Woman. It it, that, it it alludes to it, but it doesn't come out and say it. But here's that's the thing. That's that's kind of the beauty of these three books, the Trinity of Future State, where they kind of have that through line where it's they're all fledgling, and you're watching their journey. You know, yeah, they're fledgling, but you, Superman and Metropolis, they tell you that's Superman. Look, look, look. He doesn't feel he's Superman. He so his journey is him accepting I'm Superman. And that, that first step of, of putting Metropolis in the glass city, it's like I made an executive decision for the greater good. And that that is a, a trial by fire for him. It, it's the part that it's almost like like if there was a virus that came and he could protect the country and that would be his defining moment. And whatever he does <laughs> is what defines the next four years. You know, but it, but, it, it, oh, good. But and with Batman too, like you know, he's dealing with Gotham being the way it is. They allude to Gotham in the Superman one because it's so lawless now, and now it's like okay, no matter who this Batman is, it's like how is he going to handle this shit? I mean, there's actually a moment in that Batman book where he does actually refer to the the real real Batman. Yeah, and it's like I mean, actually, I'm the real Batman. Like yeah, but and that's and this Wonder Woman too. It's like this is her. This is her moment of like getting like she's going for the golden fleece you know like this is her she she's this is her journey i i will say though for to oz's point though i think that that's kind of like he might have been looking for that similar kind of moment in this book either where she is either somewhat questioning or fully accepting that oh i'm wonder woman and it, it, it instead of it being like a hard on like I am Wonder Woman, hard on. It's more like, like it more alludes to the fact that she's Wonder Woman. Like Wonder Woman is in the right place at the right time, but it doesn't say that we're talking about y- Yara. Is that her name? Yara, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, like, like, like I said, I know she's Wonder Woman because uh-huh. I've read the news stories. Somebody off the street that. For some reason, chose not to subscribe to Fantastic Forum. I don't understand why. That that seems like 
any failure in your life stems from that first decision mm. of not hitting the subscribe button right somewhere in this area. Um, somebody just picking, just wanting to pick up a, a Wonder Woman book, picking this book up. I don't. I think they would expect that this person is gonna help Wonder Woman escape in book two or three of this story. Well, I mean, it does say DC Comics presents Wonder Woman. Like, <laughs> wouldn't that make you think? No, because oh, it doesn't. No, right. because they don't, they don't let you know that this is Wonder Woman. I they think Oz is trying to There's only two people in this book, and one of them looks like Wonder Woman, and one of them is a trickster god. But these two right. people are dis- discuss a third person who is a sister to this character, uh, right. an Amazonian. So that, to, to me, that, that says, right. okay, right. These, they're, they're going to go help the real Wonder Woman. I think I think Oz is trying hard not to like the book led by a female character. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel if you wanted to not understand that, you probably could. But like when you try to not understand things, it kind of just makes you look silly. Like if someone was like, oh, I didn't know this was the actual Wonder Woman. And like, well, look, that's kind of on you because they, they tell you. Okay. I don't even like. I don't even hold on. I don't even see like Oz's point. Like his point is actually what it is, and it's not even about her. I don't understand how this makes it not a good first issue. Like oh, it's still I, an enjoyable issue with beautiful I, art and I'm well. Not I'm not saying it's a bad first issue. Like I said, I like the story. I like the art. So uh, it's it's not a bad issue. Twenty minutes. It's just uh, from the from the thought of getting people into this book it just i don't i i challenge look okay you guys all have a copy of this i challenge you guys to give it to somebody who doesn't listen to the show regularly and and just ask them have them read it and and just kind of get their thoughts on it because i don't i i think there's a commonality that they're not going to believe that this is the the actual wonder woman in this book I would have socialized uh, during the pandemic. Oz, <laughs> Oz, I need you to do me a favor, Oz. Look into your camera lens. Because I need you to, to look into my eyes. I'm going to look into mine. You've done the show with me for 15 years. What the fuck have I said about other people? Fuck other people. <laughs> we do the show for us. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get to spend 20 minutes to see what they're going to buy or not going to buy. They're going to buy what we tell them to buy. That's been our motto from day one. Oh, we well, if, that's them- the, if that's the case, buy this book. It's a great book. Yeah. This is what we do here on Fantastic Forum. That's why there's affiliate links right here in the description. You, you buy the book. We get a little kickback. It doesn't cost you any extra. You buy the book. You like it. You tell us you don't like it. Hey, you know what? Send it back. Amazon Prime has free returns. That's true. No questions asked. I I will say this. I think I don't I I don't like I don't feel like Oz's point is off base. Yeah, but and, you hate uh, you hate women. Like I, I, Oz, I, I, Oz, you I should know you're doing something wrong when Larry agrees with you. <laughs> See, look, it's I'm like, conflicted I, because somebody's I, agreeing with me, but it's Lawrence. 
Oh, see, listen. I'm just saying, like, I think the book is amazing. This was without, not like, no question. This was my favorite of the three. Yeah. Like, Same this, for me. Same this me. was a read, and I was like, what? Like, let me put it like this. Like, I knew that um, Joelle Jones was doing the Catwoman series. And I wasn't messing with that series just because, you know, it was like the series that was like after the whole wedding fake out thing with Batman and Catwoman. And I was just like, I don't need to mess with that. You know what I mean? It's no big, you know, I was like, yeah, like I'm not even a Catwoman fan like that. And I read this book and I was like, dude, this chick is the truth. Like I need to go back and read whatever else she's done. And I'm going to go back and read Catwoman because I want more of her writing and her art because it was stunning and i was just like i love like the characterization of all these people like i'm like, and that's the thing like this book was full of all new characters and i was just like i i like all these people like you minimum know. introduction larry minimum introduction like you know right. nothing like i didn't read no death metal like but, I don't know what's going on. I don't think any of these characters were in death metal. I don't think it That's mattered. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like they tell you, they tell you because of the thralls of death metal. These, no, I don't know nothing about them, but I love all of them. Like I want a Cerberus tattoo done by Joelle Jones. Yeah, oh no, dude, I yeah. do. She, she's amazing, and I knew she was a, a sumo wrestler. Yeah, like I want the I sumo wrestler, like. Just the expression on the sumo wrestler's face, like the amount I, I love writer artists because I feel they, they do their vision like when they actually write it out, that's what they see. But half of them can execute it. Yeah. And I felt like just the expression, like to take the care to have that sumo wrestler do that execution for the coin, it's like it's masterful. Yeah. This is this is a how-to in comics. <laughs> I don't even mind that she put balls on the lasso of truth. I don't think it's the lasso of truth, is it? No, it's the bolo of like <laughs> balls of truth. Yeah. yeah, well, they call it the, the in South America, they have that weapon. That's how they the shepherds yeah. wrangle everything. Yeah, yeah. It's a bolo of, um, I don't know, bolo of. Uh, all that aside, it, it's a, it's great art. It's a it's a great story. I even like little details, like um, as she's talking to like a little demon thing, and it's like speaking in, in its own language. You yeah. don't know what it says, but the way it's done, it's like it, yeah, it's, it's, it's the facial expression on that little demon. Dude, is like it's so good. Amazing, yeah. Like, like you just just now, Oz. You're like, oh, I'm in a bidding war to get like original art from for this character, you know, which you, which from Joel Jones, right? There was one piece from Joel Jones, but I don't think I could afford. Oh, okay. She, she's she's way overpriced. Uh, I, poor I, I, look, poor I, I, I can't overpriced. Hold on, I'm sorry. Yet. I apologize because I said overpriced and. Yeah. That that's that's out of your one. price range is what you meant. Out of my price range, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's what you meant. Right. I, I ain't got I ain't got it like that. Is right, and that's okay. That's a listen. Broke ass. But listen, but look, Jay, Jay Jay's messing around and and showing us the the demon. But that was the thing. Like it, it's amazing because like based on the answers from the from the little fairy thing, you can tell what the what the demon said, even though you can't see it. Or you yeah. don't understand it, and it's awesome because it's like, like here's the thing: 
like, especially like someone like myself who I'm like, I've been to a lot of like hotels. It's like this definitely, I was like, dude, they're having like a Vegas hotel check-in conversation. Like when you go <laughs> to like the, the friggin' like, the friggin' like VIP desk. It, it's, more, it's more than that. It's like the interest the hell is at airport. And I totally relate right. to that. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I love like, like Larry knows that that's the expression you make. It's like, is somebody gonna shoot up the concert tonight? <laughs> but but it's also good, and just the fact that I mean, even just like Yara as Wonder Woman, like a Wonder Woman with like anger issues, like that's so like interesting yeah. and different, and it's just like you know, like dude, she she's amazing. And I, 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 out of out of all the books we read today, like this is the one where I'm like, this character can't go away. Like I can we literally I like can... wasted our time with the other books. Like you know we, we're doing, we're pulling a tight three twenty minutes. Like if we wanted to keep a tight two, like we could have devoted an hour to this book. And, and it had like Brazilian cultural references and stuff too, which I'm just like, dude, like, which is okay. It actually it, it makes me feel good that we're not getting to the movie we're reviewing. Wait, what is it? We're, look, we're not. We're already tight three and a half. Yeah. Um, but the the big <laughs> it was a it was a funny thing when I was uh, explaining the character to my wife, and she said, "Wait, what? A woman's Brazilian now? I thought she was supposed to be an Amazon warrior." And I was Amazon? like, well, "Yeah, she's from Brazil, so the Amazon rainforest." And she just like laughed. For like five minutes. <laughs> That's when I knew, like, okay, they got something going on. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, it's good stuff. I liked it a lot. Like, you know, what, 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 Oz, what would you rate it? I, I, I really yeah, want to give it, I really want to give it like a four or four and a half, but I, I feel like I have to five because I, I, I just, it's a good story. It's great art. I mean, I can't like the the most negative thing I can say about it is coming from a place of someone who has never read a book before and someone who's never read a book before is not necessarily going to buy this book. So yeah, five, if you're listening to the show, click the link, buy this book. You're going to enjoy it. It's a great book. Jay, what would you rate it? Uh, Four. Mm -hmm. I, I love this book. Um, the art, the story, the character, the side conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, part of me kind of wishes there were backup stories, <laughs> but I, I get that they're not. So it's like, but yeah, I, I enjoyed this book a lot. It's a it's a three ninety nine book, right? So we don't like we're not paying extra. Or anything, right? I'd, I'd pay ten dollars for this book. Yeah, like this. This one definitely. If it was more expensive, I would feel better about it. Like, but I feel like I feel like the like, and maybe it was just the cardstock cover that was more expensive. But I was just like, what? Like, anyway, Moses Magnum. What would you rate this book? Uh, this is a five out of five, man. I, I've never, um, I've never embraced progress so much. Like, I hate change. Like, if you listen to Fantastic Forum, you've heard us on all games. You've heard us on uh, Podbean. 
hearing us on YouTube. I always hate change. I, I hate different. But this is like, to me, this is the greatest shit ever. Like, <laughs> I, I, I want, I want more of this. Five out of five. Yeah. No, it, it's a great book. I, I you know, I, 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 like, I think I got to give it a five too. Like, it's like I'm trying to think what more do I want from it, and I'm not sure there's anything more I want from it other than the next issue. So. I'm going to go ahead and just give it a five out of five, man. It, it was great. It, it was fun. It's beautiful. The story's good. The characters are interesting. Like, I, yeah, like, this is this is the, the character in my mind. I'm like, this this character can't go away after Future State transitions back into now, whatever he's trying to do next. Joe, Joe, um, what would make you give it a five? Like, I would love for this book to be the one time we give it all five out of five, but, like, what what keeps it from a five for you? I, I really think it is the no backups. Like <laughs> I, I read Superman and Batman before, and I was like, I, I had gotten used to the format. Like, yeah, you get your main story, and then you have your two backups. And then I got to Wonder Woman, and I'm like, man, I'm loving this. Like, I can't wait to see what the backstories are. And then it was like it just ended. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is a really good book. Like, I wish there were more. But they don't yeah. charge you extra either, though. With the other and book. the thing is, like, look, I already like, paid $10 for Batman. Like, I'll, I'll pay $10 for Wonder Woman. Like, and you give me some good backups? Like, I, I, it's, it's what I want. Like, so can we say that it's a five with an asterisk? <laughs> you know, I think you can. Like, because that's gonna be our Instagram for, post for tomorrow. It's gonna be our, our faces here with a Wonder Woman under it, five out of five. And then I think little- it, it gets bonus points because of all the books. I really wanted to hate this one, and Why? so six out of five. <laughs> I, I like I well, a woman of color, Larry. Like a woman of color that's like pro choice. Why watch you pro choice? Wait, what? <laughs> I also like the Pegasus, and I'm glad he wasn't in it too much. Jerry. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like that his name Jerry. was Jerry. Yeah, that I didn't like that. What? That made it funny. Yeah, but it's like they, they don't like that's a that's a white name. That's white name. <laughs> it's, it's a, a white, it's a white horse. horse. Yeah, but he's not like white, white. Like he doesn't like get angry about affirmative action. <laughs> like uh, of all the of all the books, like this is the one that I, I I really wanted to hate. And damn it, Joel Jones is is way too fucking talented, super talented. That uh, it, it became my favorite. Of the three that we've talked about so far, it's so six out of five. Our Instagram post was, is gonna say six out of five. Well, I, it's six out of five, I, but I think Joe's four I brings it down that. I like, I, 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 I can condone the six out of five. <laughs> there it is, Jace condoned six out of five. I right. no, literally, right. like, I read this book and I was like, damn, I think I've been sleeping on this, this young lady, and I felt bad about it. I was like, I need to go back and read her other stuff because I was she like, she doesn't have other stuff. This is her first stuff. No, she did Catwoman. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant the Yara Yara 
floor. No, no, no. I'm just talking. You mean Joel Jones? Yeah, I'm talking about Joel. Yeah, Jones. no, no. She like, like she even has the perfect comic book name, like JJ. Like, <laughs> and it just flows together, Joel Jones. Like, I was like, man, like if, if anybody married her, like he wouldn't want to change that name either. Like, just leave it as Joel Jones. I'll, I'll be Joel. Yeah. Mr. Joel Jones. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Joel Jones. But yeah, man, she man, worked man. on American but, Vampire. Huh? She worked on American Vampire. Oh yeah, the anthology. Oh yeah. That, wow. Look, that, and that Marvel. What she do at Marvel? Miss Marvel. Marvel. Oh, Miss Marvel. See, I don't think I read it while she was doing that. Like, like you didn't read it when she did do it. This isn't even her first Wonder Woman. She was writing for Wonder Woman before. Yeah, we've all been sleeping on Joel Jones. Absolutely. No, In no fact, that, that might be uh, that might be the title of this. We've been sleeping on Joel Jones instead of it fake. I right, <laughs> but, but I think Black has a good ring to it though. <laughs> I, she I, drew I, Ultimate Spider-Man one fifty. I have. Oh no, no, no! Do I have that? Maybe I don't. Yeah, you do. Just say you do for the clicks, for the likes. Oh, okay. I have it for the clicks and the likes. Look, like, link, link in description for that book if you want to buy it through an affiliate. <laughs> like, yeah, link to a random comment three and a half hours into the show. There it is. Like, but people are gonna be into it. But anyway, but yeah. So okay. So Jay, are you okay if we push the Immortal Warrior next week? <laughs> I mean, yeah, fine. Did, I'm did okay you love with- it? Uh, hold on, real quick, Joe. Did you like it? Like what? A Mortal Warrior? Warrior? Why are we just doing yeah, that? I, I liked it a lot. Like, oh, okay. Well, let's talk about it next week because yeah, I still haven't had a chance to watch it. Oh, um, no, no. Well, look, I I mentioned it on our uh, pre-production, and I never got our review copy. I, I, well, you asked if we had one, and I, I told you where you can get it, but I didn't know you couldn't get it. So I cannot I, get it. I'll get, oh. I'll get you a review copy. And look, if you had those feelings about Wonder Woman in Brazil, I have a feeling you're not gonna like. Uh, <laughs> I read the uh, synopsis of the of the story, and I am not looking forward to it. But I am well, watching the synopsis. The synopsis is the best part. The, the synopsis felt like it was preaching to me already, and and that's the thing. It's not. It's not the move. I'll watch it. Fantastic forum teaser for next week's review of Immortal Warrior. It, the, the fact that it rates it seven plus. Joe really enjoyed it. So five. <laughs> no, like that's the age rating. Oh. Like Jay, Jay enjoyed watching it, so that makes me feel like I'm gonna enjoy it. Here's the thing: he, he, like, I'm a, uh, in a nutshell, a god gives a guy powers to liberate his people, and all he does is really just fuck, he just fucks the same wife for, uh, generation to generation and doesn't free the people. I mean, should we just do the review or no? Yeah, I haven't watched it. We'll save it. Look, we've already been on for three and a half hours. I, 
I gotta get to bed. But I still have to do my tribute to my mom because it's a birthday. That's gonna be a half hour. Yeah, I prepared a, a whole packet of stuff. Like, I have George Clooney wishing him her, her a happy birthday. Nicole Kidman, like, we have, have like, another, another hour she's still go. waiting to call in, like, because I was gonna call her in and do a whole like celebration. Happy, for birthday. happy birthday, Mrs. Magnum. Yeah. Call in. No, are we not doing that? Are we not doing that? I can tell her to like go to sleep. She can go to sleep. She's still working. She has to be at work at the morning tomorrow. Okay. Has she read Wonder Woman? <laughs> she actually did because for her birthday I made her do pre-production too. Um, did she think that she was Wonder Woman, or did she think she was going to rescue Wonder Woman? Um, she was actually mad that Wonder Woman didn't fight anything after the Hydra. Like she's like, I want to see her kicking ass. I really do want, like, at least one of you guys. Like, to, I mean, to pass that uh, book around and see what people think. I'll do it. Um, but I mean, oh, it's like you met my mom. Like, she, my mom saying that Wonder Woman didn't kick enough ass in this book would be an uh, an actual valuable review. Like, I should have. I I believe your mom would be able to kick my ass. Yeah, she did. <laughs> One of her fondest memories is her telling me that my dad was beating her and she got mad, so she threw the boiling beans at him, and then we didn't have dinner because <laughs> like, well, he hit me, so I threw it at his face. I mean, that's what so, you do. Yeah. yeah, and he ran away like a little bitch. R.I.P. My dad. He's still alive, but you know. <laughs> that final thought music. I was, I was just sitting here like, Moses' dad's not dead. <laughs> it's funny. I, what was the movie that? I, oh, I watched uh, Ad Astra. I wanted to review that on the show. Yeah, Ad, Ad Astra, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ad Astra. But I only wanted to review because this motherfucker went to Neptune to visit his dad. I can't go to Highland Park. <laughs> well, no pandemic on Neptune. <laughs> Oh, or was there? Oh, or was there? Like, right. okay, Jay, give me some final thoughts, man. Um, so if you want to pair this with something, I don't, I couldn't really think of anything good. So just go rewatch Justice League War. Fair, fair. Oscar, final thoughts. Uh, if you're trying to buy original Joel Jones art, stop. <laughs> I can't pay that much. Don't outbid me. <laughs> Send me the link. I'll, 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 I'll team up with you. I about to say, yeah, y'all better pull your money. Like you push past it back and forth every uh, month. I'm just gonna buy <laughs> stuff. I can afford her. Moses Magnum, final thoughts. Uh, like I mentioned my mother happy birthday the baddest bitch in the fucking galaxy she passed me through her fucking pussy you know she's, she's the baddest there is the baddest there ever will be and this is the picture I'm gonna have tattooed on me when she finally dies I, like I'm I'm gonna be 80 when she dies cause <laughs> I have a feeling I'm gonna die for her <laughs> but yeah happy birthday Elvira Magnum Indeed. Happy birthday, Mrs. Magnum. Uh, yeah, you're awesome. We're Ms. Ms. Magnum. Oh, I'm sorry. Miss. Miss. Miss Magnum. Mama Magnum. 
Mama Ma there it is. Thank you, Mama Magna. Uh, for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. If you've gotten this far in the show, hey, God bless you. It's like we've been on for a little while, but we appreciate you hanging out with us. Let us know what you liked, what you didn't like, what you want to hear more about, uh, what it is that you may, we didn't mention that you want us to make sure we add or talk about next time. This is Fantastic Forum. We'll be back next week. Until then, we appreciate you, and we'll catch you then. Thank you.